This is LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Ferguson takes the snap, inside handoff. Madden has room to the 10, to the 5, dives for the end zone. Touchdown, Explorers! Side Madden, he does it again! Three receivers out wide. Ferguson drifts that way, throws on the run, over the top, one-handed catch, made by Nick Rinella. He scores a touchdown, Rinella. Stick him on there. An incredible play and a touchdown for the Explorers. It's time for first kick on Bob Long Sports. Good evening. Welcome to Northeast High School, the site of today's Philadelphia Catholic League matchup between the Explorers of LaSalle and Father Judge, the Crusaders, Bob Long, Rob Stott, Dan Madden alongside a big game for both teams here tonight, both 3-0 both unbeaten in the Philadelphia Catholic League, and both looking to eventually host a playoff game. LaSalle will kick the ball off first to Father Judge. It'll be Daniel Karish. He'll kick from left to right, and back deep to receive, Caleb Joseph, Steve Arrington. We'll go through the starting lineups after this kick. Karish will kick it fairly short. Caught at the 15-yard line by Joseph. Joseph cuts up to the 30-yard line. Dropped there in the center of the field. And the Father Judge offense will start from there. It starts and ends with Rob King, the 6-foot, 177-pound senior quarterback. Leading passer in the league for touchdowns. 16 touchdowns thrown, almost 1,000 yards passing. A couple more on the ground. He is the most dynamic player on this team. The wide receivers, Justin Guys, Jeremy Smith, Steve Arrington. Smith, a Ryan transfer from last year. Across the front, Tom Perry, Savion Perez, Mike Marche, Dom Carey, and Dan Hasher on the offensive line. First play for Judge, an inside handoff up the middle. Wrapped up, but it's going to be a gain of about six yards. Right up the middle goes Caleb Joseph. Second and four now for Father Judge. Bob, we talked at the top how this is a, a very pass-heavy offense. Uh, interesting to see them come out. Oh, and maybe not that interesting. A rainy night uh, here at Northeast High School to see them come out with the run on the first play. King takes the shotgun snap. Handoff to the backup running back, Weldon. Weldon gets through the first line of defense and dropped right around the first down marker. And waved on are the chains. A first down on the second play from scrimmage for the Crusaders of Father Judge dressed in their white helmets. And then the all-baby blue tops and bottoms with the white lining and the red thin numbers. LaSalle gold helmets, white tops, blue bottoms, and blue numbers on the white tops. A rainy evening. Been off and on all day long. Turf a little choppy. Now an eye formation. They pitch it to the outside. Weldon strung out well by the Explorers. Trainers there on the stop. Rides him out of bounds after a gain of one yard. Second and nine upcoming. And that was a nice play. Dan, you touched uh, at the top of the show about, you know, the edge guys sort of setting their edge and not letting um, King, it, as it were, you know, 
really get get moves on them uh, and really keep him contained. But nice job there by them to follow that ball as it got strung out and uh, not you know give Judge any holes to to cut up field with and uh, a nice stop there on on first down. Three running plays for Judge early on here, kind of interesting. Substitution. Weldon comes off the field. Weldon, a 5'10", 212-pound junior. Joseph, 5'10", 216-pound sophomore. Shotgun snap to King. He'll roll. Now come up the middle. LaSalle trying to get him. They cannot. Throwing on the run down the field. They have a receiver. It's dropped. One-handed catch attempt by Justin Guys. I don't think he needed to go for the one-handed attempt, Guys. I think he could have just settled under the ball and made the catch. At that point, the defensive back, Flavin, had fallen. It would have been walking in for a touchdown. LaSalle, very fortunate on the defensive end. Yeah, real lucky break for, break for the uh, Explorers there. Tom Flavin slipped. Um, they had an open man deep, and he, he went for the one-handed catch, which didn't work out for him. Looked Third like he, and nine. Looked like he was almost trying to turn himself around. Like He could have gone one way and made the di- catch way more difficult than it needed to be, but real lucky for the Explorers there. Trips to the far side, ball on the near hash. Third and nine, they need the 50. King drops back, throws over the middle, way too far ahead of his intended receiver. That was Steve Arrington, the 5'10 junior. Arrington was looking for his 13th reception on the year, but it goes begging, fourth and nine. The LaSalle Explorers on the second series stop the Judge Crusaders. And all in all, a good you know first series for the Explorers to, to force Judge to punt here early on. Uh, let the run get to them. They might have been looking pass uh, here early on, but you know, settle down. There, you know, you, things could have gotten out of hand with the with the overthrown ball, the drop catch there, and now we're punting. Liegi will punt it deep. Holland and Flavin back down there. Short punt. Bounces at the 32-yard line. Hit a Crusader right there and danced up towards the 34. They'll mark it down where the contact was originally made, right at the 33, marked by the referee. And the Explorer offense will start, led by Tom Lamort, number seven, the senior quarterback. Fighting a little bit of an injury this week. Has been in and out of practice and now is fully good to go. Leads the offense onto the field. Yeah, word on the street was, I don't know, Dan, if you saw him in the halls this week, well, you were out at Kairos, but uh, Tommy had some sort of air boot, some something going on with his leg. Inside handoff to Cy Madden. Cuts to the outside. And taken down at the line of scrimmage. A good tackle there from the judge defensive line. And yeah, Tom still looks to be favoring his right leg a little bit. Had a calf straight on the left leg. But um, let's hope to see that he loosens up a little bit through this game. Run on the first play. Um, it should be a running game for the Explorers because of all the rain. But hope to see that he loosens up a little bit. Shane Dooley made the stop at the line of scrimmage coming up from his cornerback position. 9.42 to play first quarter. Scoreless here. LaSalle offense onto the field for the first time. And this second and ten. Lamort in the shotgun. In motion comes Malley. They hand it off to him on the jet sweep. Goes nowhere. In fact, the wrong direction. A loss of seven back to the 27-yard line. Third down and long upcoming for the Explorers. And the exchange there, just from snap to Tommy, uh, didn't didn't look good at all. So just a a real messy play from the start. Uh, Not... Certainly the first two plays, you know, the, the start the Explorers wanted here, but uh, lucky almost to hold on to that ball. Third down and 17 yards approximately. They'll need the 43-yard line for a first down. Lamort drops back, looks for the screen, doesn't have it. Now rolls to his strong side, comes up towards the line, gets out of bounds, a gain of a couple. It'll be fourth down. 
and the Explorers will need to punt. Yeah, uh, had no one open in the deep. Good play by him not to throw it there, not to force anything, ran out of bounds for a loss, but uh, he had nothing there, so there's nothing really could really gain. We'll see Mike Wells now for the first time. Punt it deep. Heels on his own 16-yard line. Tough to tell whether it's Ryan Jakeman or Caleb Joseph back there deep to return. Punt is fairly short, bounces at the 41-yard line, and goes out of bounds right there. Ryan Jakeman was indeed the deep back, uh, the deep man to take that punt return. Never got to him, though, and Father Judge will start their offense on their second drive of the game from their own 41. And so far, neither team has had to, but uh, on the punts and kicks, uh, this is where the game could be changed um, on a rainy night where the ball could be dropped easily, so both teams need to take care of the ball on the special teams. 8.35 to play first quarter. Scoreless affair here at Northeast High School between the 3-2 and two Explorers and the 3-2 and two Crusaders. LaSalle against Father Judge. An annual rivalry in this could likely determine 6A PCL playoff seating. Inside handoff to Weldon. Bounces to the outside. Now cuts up the middle. About to the line of scrimmage. And that is all. Tackle made by number 54, Stephen Matchett for LaSalle. Rob King goes to the sideline. He'll get the play call and disseminate that message with his huddle. Now the huddle breaks, and they're out in a two-wide receiver set with two backs in the backfield, a tight end on the line. Shotgun snap. Throws it deep. Looking for guys. Guys goes up, but Justin midair and oh, makes the catch. Wow. And they're going to oh. say incomplete. The ball hit the ground per the referee. I didn't I see that, guys. I didn't either. Uh, and that's that. He looked like he went up, grabbed it, tucked it, and just came down to the ground. Must have been something the referee saw as he was going down on on his opposite. His back was to us, so maybe the ball came loose, bobbled a little bit. I don't know. That, guys couldn't believe it. No, and I kind of I can't either. <laughs> that looked clean. Yeah. Fortunate for the Explorers because that was that was a, a nice toss by Rob King, uh, and. Uh, excellent job of hauling it in it looked like by guys but uh, here we are third and long guys was seeking his 23rd reception on the year and that would have sent him over 500 yards receiving in just his sixth start 749 shotgun snap here to King throws over the middle that one's high and goes sailing Trey McNeil took down the intended receiver on the play it's now fourth down. The Explorers go three and out on the defensive end, and they'll get the ball back. Holland and Flavin back deep. And that pass by King was almost so high over his, his uh, mid-range target that it looked like it was going to reach his deep man, but uh, just fortunate there that it ended up landing on the turf and another punt for Father Judge. Heels on the 26-yard line. For the punter, the Explorers... Back at the 24. Bad snap. Line drive punt. Gets it off pretty well. It's going to take a father judge bounce at the 24-yard line. It initially hopped all the way down inside the 15. So an extra 10 yards of bounce. There is a flag on the field. A skirmish up around the 44-yard line of LaSalle. Rob, what did you see? So, I mean, that looked like some emotions carried over from the previous play. Um, looked like Trey McNeil, you know, when he was in, in coverage... Uh, got tangled up with the receiver. Something happened on, on third down there between him and a judge guy. 
Uh, must have carried over. Looked like they just got tangled. Probably some personal fouls here. Um, Looks like a double. Yeah, they're going to do offsetting. All right, so personal foul against Judge and LaSalle. They do offset. Now, that should be a replay of down, however, because that happened during the play. That was not an after-the-play skirmish. So that means repunt per football rules. I, I'm kind of surprised to see the LaSalle coaching staff not seeking that question a little more strenuously with the officiating crew. Nevertheless, LaSalle seems satisfied with it. They'll start from their own 14-yard line. 7.29 to play here in the first quarter. A scoreless affair between LaSalle and Father Judge. Explorers moving from left to right. Lamort under center. Madden, the lone tailback. Inside handoff to him. Breaks one tackle. Has a lot more room. Bounces outside of the 20. Up to the 25. To the corner he comes. And out of bounds at the 35-yard line after a big gain of 20-plus yards for the tailback, Cy Madden. What a strong run by Madden. Just at the end there, watching him lower the shoulder into the judge defender, picking up a couple extra yards there. Just an electrifying kid that we've had the fortune of being able to watch here this year. It's just another great run by Madden. It's kind of what you come to expect out of him, Dan. Yeah, a note to all judge defenders, you can't expect Cy Madden to run out of bounds, so you got to be ready to tackle at all times. Cy Madden goes over 700 yards running on the season. The leading rusher in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Now a shotgun formation. They hand it off to Madden. Gets to the corner and cuts up field. Wrestled down there. That's a gain of about six yards, and they're up to the 39-yard line. And if this turns into a, a game, Dan, like we expect, where it's mainly running, a lot of running between these two teams, um, I think clearly you, you got to lean towards Cy Madden, the leading rusher in, in this Catholic league. They spot him just inside the 39-yard line at about the 38-and-a-half. This set of downs started from the 33, so perhaps even though Madden did lay the boom and went out of bounds, it appeared to be so at the 35, that right foot may have stepped out, and that's why the spot was at the 33. Gain of five and a half yards on that first carry of this series. It's second and about four. Stoppage at the line of scrimmage. One of the linebackers for Father Judge lost a shoe. Bill Franklin, junior linebacker at 180 pounds, flew right out of his cleat. Now a shotgun snap. Lamort's going to keep it this time around. Goes forward, dives just past the 40-yard line. Gain of two, maybe three. It's third and short for the Explorers. Clock ticks under six minutes, 20 seconds to play in this scoreless first quarter. Lamort now breaks the huddle. Side Madden, the tailback. Two receivers to the far side, ball in the near hash. Lamort under center. Snap, handoff to Madden. Madden gets the line and dives forward. Got an extra two after that. Gain of four and a first down for the Explorers. And a good uh, short game by Madden there to move the chains. Guys, Cy Madden ran for 193 yards last week, and we didn't even <laughs> see him really until the third quarter. He had... 
a couple cups of coffee in the second quarter. <laughs> and all of that on 10 touches, Bob. Just a, a ridiculous average. Snap. Throw. Easy pitch and catch. Holland has it at the 49-yard line of Father Judge. Gain of five yards. Second and five. Nice to see Tommy there. Uh, you know, Coach Gordon give him a, an opportunity to get the ball out quick. Sort of a timing route there between him and his guy, Holland. Yeah, Making just a, a little nice curl there. Very easy, catch. Rob. When you're giving them, them, Father Judge, if you're giving them eight, eight yards coverage there, just run the, the five-yard yep. curl, sit down in coverage, and make the catch. It's a good play call. I agree. Second and five. Snap to Lamort. Hand off to Cy Madden. Hit in the backfield and goes down. That's a loss of two yards. Big time there from number 50, Earl Voss, the senior defensive lineman for Father Judge. And not often you see Cy get stuff like that, but uh, nice job there of Judge being able to break through the line and get to Madden before he could shift his way away from them and bust to the outside. Tackle actually made by number 58, Dom Carey, not number 50, Earl Voss. Carey at 291. Now third and seven, Laborte goes down in the backfield. The corner blitz, got him. Fourth down now, and the Explorers... Forced to punt, John Daniels, the junior cornerback, came off the edge. And what looked like a promising drive there for the Explorers just gets shot down. You get the the bust, busted play with Cy Madden, uh, and then a big sack there, and once again, another punt. Heels on his own 30-yard line. Mike Wells, the punter. Ryan Jakeman is deep. He has his heels on his own 15. Good snap to Wells. Big boot. End over end spin for him. Fair catch made by Jakeman. Over the shoulder catch made at his own 15. Ran up like he didn't think it had the distance. Had to dial back. Wave for the fair catch and jumps. Catches it over his left shoulder. Wow. That was dangerous. Went all Willie Mays on us there. Whew. That was ugly. That that wasn't pretty. Could have really. Dan, you talk about not making mistakes on special teams. That really could have changed momentum here uh, in this very even first quarter. 3.35 to play first quarter. Scoreless here between LaSalle and Father Judge. Judge now has their the ball at their own 14-yard line, driving from right to left. High snap. King keeps it. Tries to get to the outside. He's not going to have room. Brennan Daly rides him all the way to the sideline. A nice play by the junior linebacker to shove him out of bounds. Again, well, maybe even a loss of about a half a yard. And Yeah, good play by the Explorers D on the uh, read option there, stopping Rob King and not let him gain any yards. Substitution here for Father Judge. Tim Weldon comes off, off the field, it appears. They're not doing us any favors with these jerseys, Bob. Numbers are incredibly tough to read for Judge. Very thin. King draws up the middle, breaks one tackle. Cuts up, close to the first down marker, now shoved back. I think he got to about the 23-yard line. That would put him about a half yard short. Spot's going to be even a little less than that. Third and a full one, if not a yard and a half. But that was a nice draw from King. That was a designed quarterback keeper up the middle. That's something, we, like we mentioned during the uh, Dunphy Ford pregame show, 
that uh, you know Rob King, one of the leading rushers in in the Catholic League. So something you expect to see a lot of here out of Judge. Justin Guys splits out wide to the near side. Ball on the far hash. Shotgun snap to King. Rolls to his weak hand. Throws to Guys. Guys goes up and gets it. Beats McNeil. Gets to the 40-yard line and wrestled out of bounds at the 42. The catch got him out to about the 30. Turned and ran with it. Beat one defender. That was McNeil and got another 11 or 12 after the catch. And that's a tough one. It looked like the pressure was just about to get to King, but he got the ball out in time and found his... His, his top guy and guys, uh, and gives the judge, Father Judge Crusaders a, a fresh set of downs here. Two minutes, 26 seconds to play. Clock stopped as guys was shoved out of bounds. They start this series from their own 42. They need the 48 of LaSalle for a first down. Two running backs in the backfield with Rob King, who's in the shotgun. One receiver to the far side. Keeps it Ooh. and hit right in the backfield. Devin Smith. Popped Rob King. He said, the rest of the linemen, you guys got the running back. I'm going after the quarterback. He kept it, and down went King. Hard, too. That was just an incredible shot uh, there on the quarterback by by Devin. So just breaking through the line, read that really well, and, and did not let King get away from him. Second down and long. Second and 15 for the Father Judge Crusaders. We tick under two minutes now to play in this first quarter. Still scoreless here at Northeast High School, Charles Martin Memorial Stadium. Pistol formation, Rob King, a few steps back, and then the running back directly behind him. Play action fake, rolls to his strong side, being chased by Maloney as well as Zobel, and steps out of bounds. Stepped out of bounds for a big loss. That questionable at that best that's a loss of six incredible I, you're outside of the pocket I, you're not thinking you're not gonna be able to reach the line of scrimmage with an arm like king has and just steps out about just really odd that's like a loss of 10 it's look, looking like about what they're marking them off here damn incredible this, this is looking like a game for field position and that a very very questionable decision at best i'd have to agree with you there uh one of the plays where you just have to throw it away instead of taking a six-yard loss. So they need the 48 of LaSalle. They're spotted at their own 30. King steps back, throws over the top, has a man just a step too far, couldn't hit his receiver. Devin Smith was in coverage. He was looking for Steve Arrington, and it's now fourth down. LaSalle breathes a sigh of relief because Arrington <laughs> had a step without a doubt, but the throw wasn't on point. And yet, yet another break for LaSalle, the the cornerbacks there. They seem to be losing every step to the, the wide receivers of Judge here, and they, they, need to, they need to either get cleats with longer spikes or <laughs> start working a little harder. Yeah, the turf very chewed up from a couple days of rain. High oh. snap. LaSalle decides not to go after it, and they get the punt away. Fair catch called for and made by Tom Flavin at the 42-yard <laughs> line, and the LaSalle offense will start from there. So, I wouldn't be surprised if next time Father Judge decides to punt if LaSalle doesn't decide to send the house. Yeah, that's the the third time now we've seen Judge punt. It it looks like that snap's getting a little higher every time, so you you feel like one of these times it's just not going to go right, and uh, LaSalle better be ready to pounce, and I I agree with you, Bob. I'd be sending the house every time, try to get, get some pressure on the punter who's already having a tough time trying to bring the snap in before getting the ball out. It wasn't a bad punt. It was a line drive punt, but 
all circumstances considered, to get that off as well as he did. Very impressive. In a game of field position with one minute and 17 seconds left in the first half, LaSalle starts from their own 42-yard line. Handoff off the middle side. Madden, he gets nothing. He's going to be sent back, but forward progress puts him down right at the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10. Got a flag out here on the 45-yard line. Didn't see what it was for. Looked like some extracurricular stuff going on. That come down after the play ended? I don't see the flag. Right on the white line. Blending in here. We'll get the call now. Personal foul against Father Judge. So a couple bonehead decisions early for the Crusaders, one of which in the course of play by Rob King stepping out of bounds instead of throwing away. This time, unnecessary roughness will send LaSalle up 15 yards, and those two collective decisions have resulted in about 25 yards of playing field for LaSalle, and they move into Father Judge territory. Ball spotted at the 44. And as great as field position is, obviously at the end of the day, it's points on the board that matter. So I would love to see LaSalle take advantage of this momentum and, and have it result in some points on the board. Under a minute to play first quarter. Lamort in the shotgun tight formation. Receivers bunched on the line. Snap to Lamort. Three-step drop to Holland. Makes the catch. Lifted Ooh. up, and that could be another flag. Does not come. You cannot lift up and pile drive, and the first certainly happened. The second did not, which is why the laundry doesn't come on the field. But Holland makes the play, and I think gets a very unfavorable spot, just four, two yards from the initial line of scrimmage. He was out about four by the time he actually made the catch. And not only the lift, but there was a, another shot there by another Crusaders defender that went up high as, as Holland was being lifted. So just really ugly tackling. Not sure why there wasn't anything called on that. Second and eight from the 42. Lamort in the pistol. Now comes up to the line. And now we have a stoppage of play. End of quarter. And that's the end of the quarter. Down to zeros we go. Triple zeros on the board. Two zeros. On the board from a points perspective, we're scoreless after 12 minutes of play, and we'll take a break. Come back on the other side. This portion of today's LaSalle College High School football game is brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to Northeast High School, the site of tonight's Philadelphia Catholic League football game. Bob Long, Rob Stott, Dan Madden alongside a scoreless affair. The Explorers on offense face a second and eight. They are in Father Judge territory. Driving and they need the 33 for a first down. 
Lamorde under center. Handoff, I should say, toss to Manny Quills. Quills gets a gain of about two, taken down there. Will be third and long. Tackle made by the linebacker Mark Kellum, a senior at 5'7", 176. Third, and they spot him about six yards away. They need in between the 33 and the 34 for a first down. They drive from right to left. Lamort in the shotgun, one receiver out wide, two bunch to the near side. Fake the handoff, play action. Lamort's going to go over the middle. Catch made by Brett Malley, and that should be enough for a first down. Move the chains, and Lamort looked good on that throw. That was a nice one there by Lamort, just stepping back in the pocket, uh, waiting for his man uh, to get open, get downfield, pass the chains, uh, had him turn around, and Malley hauled it in. And like you had said before, Bob, um, the judge cornerbacks are giving the explorers wide receivers a lot of room. So, uh, I mean, easy five, ten-yard pitching catches are, are good for the explorers here. First down and ten. LaSalle once again into the shotgun. One receiver on each side. Ball on the far hash. Snap to Lamort. Five-step drop. Throws over the middle. Has Holland. Catch made. Inside the five-yard line of first down. That time a dart from the senior Lamort. And looking at that, that feels like just watching what we've seen this year, Lamort's best throw of the season, just finding Holland over the middle. Holland had a step on his guy, and Lamort just slung it in there, and, and Holland pulled it in an excellent play by the Explorers to set him up inside the 10, it looks like, inside the 5. Rob, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Dan, I think you will as well. I mean, maybe his best throw of the year where you just have the confidence and you just uncoil and that's exactly what he did first down and goal 10.06 to play handoff to Madden gets to the edge gets to the end zone touchdown LaSalle 6-0 as Madden spins his way in for 6 and a real good set of play calls there uh, like you said a dart from Lamort a real good throw and then a nice a nice run by Sire Madden there to get the touchdown just all in all, a great drive by the Explorers. Uh, tough to crack the scoreboard here early at Northeast. And, you know, like we said, they took advantage of some boneheaded plays by Father Judge. The You think back to King stepping out of bounds and then the the, the personal foul call. And look, then now they take advantage and, and go up early, get on the board first. Late arriving on the field, fullback Joe Burnham. He'll be on the edge to block. Point after attempt by Wells. Kick up. And the kick is good. 7-0. LaSalle leads. 9.59 to play. First quarter. That's a big start for this LaSalle Explorer team. Obviously, into the second quarter we go. Big to get points on the board and be the first team to do it, I think. Running a business can be taxing both in time and money. Don't get tangled up in the headaches and loopholes of litigation. Count on Holland Hess O'Connell to protect your legal interests so you can get back to who you, who and what you love. The attorneys at Howl, Howland Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P Wawa, Bob. You know it is. It's C-U-P Wawa. Holland Hess O'Connell. Holland Hess, Guinean, Topi, Cassidy, and O'Connell. Attorneys at law 
serving Greater Philadelphia, Bucks, and Montgomery County for over 150 years. Call 215-287-9292 or visit us online at www.howlandhess.com or check out our Facebook page. Very good, Rob. Howland Hess, our friends and partners there in Huntington Valley, give them a visit and give them a call next time you need legal assistance of any kind. Maybe bring them some Wawa, too, while you're at it. Daniel Karras to kick deep now for the Explorers, kicking from right to left. Gets it to about the 10. Caught there. Nice return here from Joseph. Joseph up to the 30, now tries to cut back inside and lost a little bit of tread. He'll be tackled. They may spot him still up near the 30, but got back to about the 28 by the time he was taken down, and it looked to be on his own volition. I think what we need now, Dan, uh, by Lasai, you, you get on the board first here is obviously, it's kind of cliche, but, you know, a big stop on the other side of the ball. Keep momentum in, in their favor. Yeah, you don't want to score and then give up seven points right back to, to switch the momentum here. So the Explorers do need to big stop, as you said. 9.49 to play second quarter. LaSalle leading 7-0 on a five-yard touchdown run from Cy Madden set up by a 20-yard pass from Tom Lamore to Troy Holland. Now rolling out, throws over the top. McNeil cuts underneath and makes the interception. Interception LaSalle at the 40-yard line. LaSalle will get the ball right back on the first play from scrimmage for Father Judge after being scored on. Rob King went for it all. Got a little bit too much air underneath it, and McNeil cut underneath to make the play. Well, that's one way to make sure they don't answer right back, I guess, is, is to go ahead and pick the ball and give it right back to your own offense. So that's an awesome job by McNeil to, to get under that and get position on the ball and go up and haul it in and set the Explorers up for a, another offensive drive to really, you know, step on things here. And guys, remember, just a few drives ago, Trey McNeil got into the middle of it with several members of the Father Judge Crusaders. There was whistles and two flags that came in, offsetting penalties. Trey McNeil gets the last laugh with that interception. Now single back formation, handoff to side Madden, busts up the middle for a gain of eight, chopped down at the 49-yard line of LaSalle. Second down, and we'll call it two, so a gain of eight for Cy Madden. It's a nice hard run up the middle by Cy Madden. Just love seeing him bust through the line like that with so much speed. Madden, the senior tailback, came into the game with 692 yards rushing on the year. Now they had to stop the play. LaSalle had substituted, so Judge has to be given the opportunity to substitute. Now they're drawn offside on a hard count as they got back to the line of scrimmage quickly. Judge jumped. This will result in a first down for LaSalle if the call is indeed encroachment, and it is. That was a really good hard count by the Explorers there. That was a great play call by Brett Gordon. Now onto the plus side of midfield. Spotted at the 46-yard line. Clock runs. 9-14 to play. Second quarter, LaSalle leading 7-0. Delayed handoff to side Madden. Runs through one defender. Now bounces to the outside. And wrestled down. He's going to get seven yards after all that. But the contact was made in the backfield. Cy Madden says, I don't care, and bounces right off the much bigger linebacker. And that should not be possible, Bob. That man was two <laughs> times the size of Cy Madden, and he just ran him over. It's just a beast. I don't know how else to explain it. I mean, 
we see this week in and week out. I mean, it's it's just hard to bring them down, hard to just follow them on the field. It's unbelievable. Another hard count from the Explorers. This time, Judge does not jump. They almost did. The nose guard wanted to. Shotgun snap. Hand off to Cy Madden. Cuts inside. That'll be enough for a first down. Saw the hole he needed. Got about five. And the Explorers will move the chains with eight minutes and 21 seconds to play in the second quarter. Feels almost methodical at this point, the way LaSalle is able to carve up the, the judge defense right now. They're just having their way with them, and it's nice to see and just hope they can keep this momentum going. Lamort looks to go under center, now backs up into the shotgun. Madden to his right. Two receivers to the far side. Ball in the near hash. Hand off to Madden. He's going backwards. And that's going to be a big loss for the Explorers. Almost 10. Call it 8. As Madden got hit, continued to move the legs, but he was going sideways, pushed back in the process. Second and very long for the Explorers. And that wasn't so much, you think of the Eagles when they had McCoy, the way McCoy would shift around in the backfield, try to make some extra yards. That's not really what that was. Side so just, there was another situation where he gets hit at the line, pushed back a little bit, and really never found the room to, to move forward. And, just a nice job by Father Judge pursuing the ball uh, and, and bringing side down for a big loss. You say this all the time. The offensive linemen only notice when they don't do the job. It was great penetration against Maloney and Zobel. Now they're going to hand it off to Quills. He'll jet sweep to the other side. Wrestled down by his shoulder pads, and it'll be another loss. This time back two yards, and those two losses put them more than 10 yards back from the original line of scrimmage. It'll be third and 20-plus from the 43-yard line. And if you're the Explorers offense, you don't want to force anything by Tom Lamore here. Don't break his confidence. He's had a good game so far, so you don't want to force a throw by him to make a bad play. Remember, you have two downs here as well. Unless you get no yardage whatsoever, and I think you can punt at that point. But if you get 10 back, all of a sudden you're playing with house money at your own, or I'm sorry, not your own, at Father Judge's 32 or 33. 6.37 to play, clock ticks. Tight formation on the far side. One receiver, Brett Malley, out to the near side. Shotgun snap to Lamort. Fake the handoff to Burnham. He'll throw the screen to Burnham. Met just a lot, yard from that line of scrimmage and brought down at the 41. Fourth down, and LaSalle now likely forced to punt. On comes Mike Wells. The unfortunate thing there, I, you look at the original line of scrimmage, you're talking about in that situation you get back there, you might have been in a, in a place where you go for it on fourth. I say their original line, they, they might have been well within Wells' range to, to kick a field goal. I mean, wow. we saw them. 49 yards? We saw what, we see, what we've seen this year, I wouldn't be surprised if we see close to a 50-yarder out of Wells before the year's out. Instead, Wells will punt it from his own 45. Good bounce at the 20 to the 10 and put down at the 5. I think Trey McNeil thought that was the goal <laughs> line. It's tough to see on this evening. Yeah. Nonetheless, LaSalle more than happy to set up Father Judge offensively from their own five-yard line, but that was a coffin corner and could have been, if there was a guy down there sitting at the one, could have been marked down right there. But a great job by Mike Wells once again. And I hear you. Maybe we see a 50-yard field goal. I'd love Maybe it. Maybe it was uh, just a pun, the play on words, but you said well within Wells' <laughs> range. So we'll... I liked how it rolled off the tongue. Okay. It's not what I meant to do, but, you know, I, <laughs> sometimes those things just work themselves out. <laughs> All right, 5.42 to play, second quarter. Father Judge onto the field. Dan, what do you think this LaSalle defense has done so well tonight? Um, 
they've made Rob King throw the ball deep. They've had some uh, great stops running the ball and haven't let Rob King get outside with his with his legs himself. So they've done a, done a great job on the pass game, and the run the run stops have been unbelievable. And on that first run, stops right at the line of scrimmage, and then it actually pushes forward for a gain of two. Strong running there from Judge and Caleb Joseph. Substitution now for the Explorers. Manny Quills will come off the field. They'll add a linebacker in the form of number 40, Jason Kessler. Liam Trainer, Austin Lemke, the other linebackers. They hand it off and hit after a gain of about four or five yards up past the 10-yard line. Guys, if LaSalle can hold them here on third down, I think you're in a pretty tricky situation. We've seen the high snaps with the punt punts for judge so far so be interesting to see how that ends up you know on a fourth down being forced to punt from so deep in your own territory but obviously got to hold him here on for third down before that can happen yeah I, I think you go after it I know what you're saying and your defense you trust them and the offense starting to play better so you don't want to give away 15 yards if you rough the kicker but I think you go after it you have the ball and grab him by the horns at that point third and short Deep back is Joseph. They hand it off to him. Cuts up the middle. That'll be enough for a first down. Taken down near the 20-yard line, just shy at the 18. First down, Father Judge. Clock stops just for the moment. King back onto the field. Gets the play from the sideline. Three receivers set to the near side. Ball in the middle of the field. One receiver to the far side. King hands off. Nice move from Joseph, but dragged down. Not after, not not before, I should say, a gain of eight yards. Nice job by Joseph running downhill. And that's really all judge. If you think about it, the first couple, quarter and a half year, uh, they've been able to do is move the ball on the ground. A few unfortunate situations where a couple of overthrows by King, a, a drop ball by guys, and uh, other than that, though, not much really happening for Judge so far. Inside handoff, this one sniffed out in the backfield. Corbin Mal, number five, in there on the stop. Third down, they'll back him up to about five. Third and five to go. And you can tell Corbin Mel likes to hit. You see the, the top of his helmet has all the chipped paint, so you can tell he likes to hit hard. Third and five. Big opportunity for the Explorers here. Clock ticks under two minutes and 50 seconds to play in this second quarter. Will sound leading seven to nothing, and they can get another shot at it offensively from pretty good field position if they get a stop here. Four receivers set, two to each side. Rob King rolls to his left, throws, catch made, and that'll be enough for a first down. Up past the 30-yard line, Father Judge moves the chains with 2.29 to play. Did not get the number on that play. That on the far side. May have been Arrington to make the play. This time Justin Guys, number 21, will come to the near side. Hand off. This time it's kept by Rob King. LaSalle not fooled. 
Tackle made there by Liam Trainer after a gain of one and a half. Nice job by Trainer there. He saw him, had his eyes on the quarterback the whole time on that read option. Uh, saw that King held onto the ball and just went and finished that one off. Now a second down, and we'll call it eight. A minute 46 to play. Clock continues to tick. 7-0 LaSalle leads against Father Judge. Two teams that average over 30 points scored per game this season. Defense is showing up on a cold, rainy Saturday night. Snap. Fakes one way. Now throws over the top. Looking for guys in double coverage. Unable to make the play. Staying with him there was Flavin. And coming over the top was the safety Manny Quills. Good defense by the Explorers. It's third down and eight. And if either of the Explorers' defense backs there turned their head, they could have had an interception. So really good defense, but maybe look for the ball next time. Yes, guys, the major threat on this team. And that ball, I agree, Dan, woefully underthrown by Rob King. Has not had his best night. The coldest day of the year so far. Well, since July. I know the, <laughs> the school year. They throw over the middle now. Incomplete. They were looking for Arrington. There was a turn by Quills, and I think the referees deemed that one uncatchable because you're allowed to put that right arm on the side near the hip of the receiver, but if you start to turn them, that's where the P.I. usually comes. That turn did come, and so I think it was deemed uncatchable. Guys, your thoughts? Yeah, it looked just too, a little bit too far out of reach, really, to, to do anything. And I, he might have had a hand on him, but not enough, really. It looked like uh, that, that call was trying to be sold more than anything. Now here's a punt. Much better snap. LaSalle did send, guys. Comes to Flavin. Not a great punt. Caught at his own 42-yard line. And that's a punt... That left a little bit to be desired. Only a 32-yard punt. LaSalle offense will start with a minute and 14 to play in this first half. It's 7-0, the LaSalle Explorers lead, and they're moving from right to left on your radio dial as Brett Gordon and co. give the final plans to the Explorers offense as Lamort breaks the huddle and runs out onto the field. Dan, let me get your play call here. If you're sitting in the booth next to us, the coach's booth, and are calling out the plays, what are you looking at in the first two plays here? Uh, we got a minute and 14 left, so I, I say start running the ball. And if you gain some yards, I say uh, air it out a little bit, try to get some points here. Lamort, almost the same as a run. Easy pitch and catch after Troy Holland drifted to the left side. Holland just ran a little bit of an out. That's a gain of about three yards. And that clock stops. A very efficient, effective play call. Granted, maybe you want a few more yards there, but that clock stops, which is an important thing. LaSalle at their own 45-yard line. Sign Madden in the backfield with Tom Lamort. Ball on the near hash. Lamort takes the snap, five-step drop, throws over the middle, catch made. Manny Quills, usually a tailback, comes into the slot and takes a big hit at the 35-yard line. Good for a gain of 20 and a first down. Another good confident throw by Tom Lamort. Uh, looks like he's starting to be, looks like he's starting to gain some confidence to be a, a great quarterback here. Now a little bit of confusion at the line of scrimmage. Clock stopped. 
and then started as they reset the chains. 15 seconds wasted in between, and then an out for a gain of three yards to Troy Holland. So certainly some missed and wasted time there for the Explorers, but lots of time to go, 42 seconds to play, and they're at their the 30-yard line of Father Judge. Don't get me wrong. I, I know they had, if I'm right, they still have a full complement of timeouts too, so I don't understand if there is that kind of confusion. Obviously the clock stops for the first down, but maybe call something Call timeout quick, get yourself set, not have that kind of confusion at the line. Uh, plenty of time left here, so I, you know, ni- nice play to you know pick up a few yards, but would nice, like to see them get sort of settled before going out out there. Snap to Lamort. He throws over the middle. That's hit early, and there is no oh. flag on the field. He was looking for Malley. Malley but made did he the make catch. the catch? Wow. Oh, my God. Looks like Malley dropped <laughs> wow. it. Catch was made at the 10-yard line, so... Doesn't matter if there's a flag or not. And now a timeout taken by LaSalle with 35.3 seconds to go. I think, guys, we were all focused on the absolutely blatant (laughs) PI not called. And it looked like Malley dropped the ball. But the sophomore sensation comes up with a ridiculous catch. And LaSalle's in business at the 10-yard line. And I'll bring a a basketball term into here, but ball don't lie, you know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, That would have been a pass interference call. Lucky, Lucky they caught the ball because... The refs would have had something to deal with there from the Explorer fans. <laughs> oh, that's just that's an unbelievable play by Matt. Just holding on to that ball. I don't know how you do that. You had a guy all over your back, uh, clearly getting hit in the process of make it prior to the process of making the catch. So just great focus and, uh, and attention there to to haul that one in. So this drive here, guys, highlighted by the youngsters. Matty Quills, a sophomore, with that first catch, took a lick over the middle. That time, Malley stays with. Some pass interference that didn't end up being called, but makes a great play. The two sophomores that are going to be key contributors over the next three years, leading this end-of-half two-minute drill for the Explorers. They can get a first down, so spotted just outside the 10-yard line. Snap to Lamort, throw, Holland ripped out of bounds. They are just inside the five-yard line now, so they pick up more than half of what they needed. Under 30 seconds to play, but the clock is stopped at 29.3. And the Explorers have had the same play calls on the offense on their offensive throws, but Judge has not been able to stop them. They give them eight yards of, of uh, cushion, and they throw little five-yard outs, and then once they uh, cover them tight, they, throw, they have nice throws down the seam. So the Explorers' offense seem methodical here. Flexibility still with the timeout. Playbook completely open. 29.3 seconds to go. LaSalle already leading by seven and driving from right to left. Looking to punch one in here at the end. Hand off to Cy Madden. Has room to the outside. Cuts inside. Another touchdown for Cy Madden. It's 13-0 LaSalle. And if you're not sure what to do when you're close to the goal line and you're the LaSalle Explorers, might as well just give it to the good old number 15 and let them punch it in for you. This is another great cap to a, a, an incredible drive by the Explorers to go up by two touchdowns here as they get ready for the break. And, well, Bob, they get the ball at the half. Yes, they do. To begin the second half, LaSalle will have possession. Wells up. Wells good for the extra point. And with 22.5 seconds to play... In the first half, LaSalle punches one in. The two-minute drill, very effective. Lamort marches down the field. Malley, Malley and Quills with some big catches, and then Madden punches it in. 
Remember, we are just 22 and a half seconds away of game time from the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. We'll break down our thoughts on this game. We'll talk about college football. And guys, if I can indulge you, please, some discussion. You know what's coming, Rob. Please, some Why? discussion about the Earmuffs. Ryder Cup. Earmuffs. We can't <laughs> wait to talk about the Ryder Cup. The best event in golf, bar none. It's where golf becomes college football, and nobody's apologizing for it. 22 and a half seconds to go, however. We'll return our focus to this one. I can't wait to break down talk about the Ryder Cup, some of the, the practice that happened on the putting greens. Yeah, that was incredible. We'll have that story for you at the Howland Hess O'Connell halftime show. Now Daniel Karras, though, sets the ball on the tee. He'll kick from right to left. Number 18 set to kick it deep. Caleb Joseph, Steve Arrington deep to return. Squib kick, caught at the 25, a nice Sunday hop. Weldon has it, has some room to the outside, taking up a lot of time, but great starting field position for Father Judge. Eight and a half seconds come off the clock. He's tackled at the 44-yard line, and they have 56 yards to go for a touchdown, but all the more likely they're looking to find their way into field goal range for Kilton Liege. I get the call to squib it and run time off the clock, but high school, it's not often you're going to see a touchback anyway. Uh, unless you know maybe the receivers let it go into the end zone, well, but that's not why you squib it even at the NFL level. Yeah. It's to prevent a, a run back. They've been, coverage has been night good for the Explorers for the better part of the year. It has, but now King takes the snap. Last couple of plays here, chucks it deep, has guys downfield, but it's another interception this time from Manny Quills. Has room to the 45, to the 50, 45, 40. 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, oh. and goes down <laughs> at the 13-yard line. Triple zeros on the clock. LaSalle thought they had something for a second there. Manny Quills almost returns it all the way. Almost. Almost. So close at the end of the half there, but exciting play and just great way to go into the locker room for the Explorers. 62-yard interception return by Manny Quills. Just 13 yards too short, but some momentum for the Explorers going into half. Two turnovers from Rob King, two underthrown balls, the last of which was essentially just a Hail Mary. But on the offensive side of the ball, an effectively run two-minute drill, the defense looking staunch, and this LaSalle team, I think, looking the best it has all year long. Yeah, just a, a great first half by them. Uh, you know, defensively, you had a couple questionable plays that make you you wonder how the game's going to go early on. You had the the drop, almost Hail Mary-type pass by King that, that just fell through his receiver's hands. Uh, but, you know, really turning things around. The offense is doing their thing. You got Cy Madden, who Mr. Reliable in the backfield. Uh, Tommy Lamort looking looking great, throwing some, some of the best balls he's thrown all year. And just, you know... Going into halftime, 14-0 lead. Feels like a little bit more than that, Dan, though. Yeah, um, the Explorers team, we were wondering what we would see here. We were If we would see the good and the ba- or the bad team. Uh, we've seen a totally new team, I think, here. We've seen a great Explorers team, uh, a team that got up for a big game against Judge, and t- a game that they needed to win for playoff expectations almost. And um, I'd like to see Tom Lamore with his confident throws down the seam in a short 5-10 yard throws. Cy Madden just being Cy Madden, obviously, with his throws just doing doing his job and the Explorers defensive backs playing great and the defensive line holding the edge like I said before the game 
everyone's just doing their job and they're winning for it. Up next, the Howland Hess O'Connell halftime show. 14 nothing. your halftime uh, score. LaSalle leading Father Judge on the road at Northeast High School at Charles Martin Memorial Stadium. We'll be right back on the other side. You are listening to LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports, and this portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radiball, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game you promote it well and so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at bob long sports on twitter for programming updates this is bob long here and you certainly know me from bls doing LaSalle college high school broadcasts our weekly radio shows and everything in between however during the nine to five i am a commercial banker in the greater philadelphia area if your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. 
Hey, Bob Blown Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. In the Northeast... Dunphy Ford. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. Alongside... Welcome back. The LaSalle College High School football team, and they lead 14 to nothing against Father Judge. Howland Hess O'Connell is a law firm. Our friends in Huntington Valley, visit them at 215-287-9292, C-U-P-Y-Y, and ask for our friend Michael Cassidy, a former LaSalle College High School football player and a current uh, LaSalle alum. He also had a son, Mike Cassidy Jr., go through and play football as well, so a uh, a very LaSallean family, and thanks to them for all their support of us here at BLS. Now, we will offer just a few comments on this game, and then we'll get back to, obviously, the second half. But I want to talk some college football as well as some Ryder Cup. So, Rob, uh, your thoughts on this first half and what we saw? Well, I, I think, you know, we, we talk about the weather. Um, not sure it was as much a factor. I think the teams probably thought to themselves it was going to be more of a factor than it is. Um, we saw, you know, Judge come out, try to run the ball, had a couple of good plays, uh, and then almost catch the Explorers going deep. Um, you know, you see that and you think the Explorers might be a little shaky coming out of the gate. But really, I mean, we went through the first quarter scoreless. Uh, LaSalle gets the opportunity to drive the ball. Uh, Tommy Lamert fires a strike across the middle of the field to Troy Holland uh, and puts, you know, the Explorers on the board early. And it's really just been all, all LaSalle so far tonight. So it's been nice to see. The defense is stepping up, getting pressure on Rob King, throwing the, throwing Father Judge off track, off the course of what they want to do, um, and really forcing him to try to make plays. And we've seen what that's resulted in in a couple of interceptions. One just nearly getting brought back at the end of the half. Wow, yes. But uh, just a, a great half of football by them, uh, by the Explorers, and uh, hope to see that you know stay stay true and carry over to the second half. Yeah, I think you guys would agree that this is the best the Explorers have played all around all year. Um, just playing great defensively on um, a dynamic quarterback, Rob King. Uh, the offense just keeping the defense guessing with Tom Lamort in a, a passing attack. Cy Madden, obviously, the rushing attack, just staying strong. Um, just all around one of the better games that I've seen from the Explorers all year. Now let's talk some college football here, guys. Uh, I want to start this one with the Tennessee Volunteers. They do it again. 
Now, Jalen Hurd was a little bit lazy as he went into the end zone, had the ball popped out as they tried to bring the game from 10-0 down to 7-10. They were down 17-0 at one point. Got a touchdown back for the half. Late charge, 34-31. They beat the Georgia Bulldogs, and somehow this Volunteers team continues to stay afloat. Dan Madden shaking his head. Why? I just don't think the Volunteers can compete with the top five teams like Alabama, Louisville, which has been a great team so far this yeah. year, and Clemson. I just don't think they have the, the manpower to compete with those kind of teams. Now, here's a team that we thought would be right at the top with Louisville. It's funny you mentioned Louisville. Florida State drops another one. 37-35, they lose to North Carolina. And all of a sudden, North Carolina team on that other side of the division, them, Pittsburgh, they're going to be looking for that division crown. And all of a sudden, uh, Florida State falling out of it. Yeah, Florida State, uh, tough couple games for them. They played Louisville, obviously, just were dominated in any every facet of the game. And a big game here against North Carolina and just – didn't pull through Dalvin Cook. They just they, they relied on him. Just he couldn't couldn't put the team on his shoulders like he usually does. Wisconsin. We were wondering really whether this defense was legit. Michigan State last week. I guess that kind of did answer the question. But was it a trap game for Michigan State? Well, they lose the game against Michigan today. But it's only fourteen to seven. This is a team that pasted Penn State for seven touchdowns last week, and frankly, could have been more. Fourteen to seven. That loss for Wisconsin shows me that they are legit. Yeah, their uh, their defense definitely is legit. I was watching the game before I came here actually, and uh, that was a knockdown dragout fight by both teams. It was fun to watch, and Michigan comes out with it, but you can see Wisconsin just on the up. Their defense is great. Their offense is obviously Michigan's defense is good as well, but their offense is starting to click as well. Now we saw Alex Hornibook's brother just a few weeks ago when LaSalle played Malvern Prep. Alex Hornibook, formerly of Malvern Prep. Now the starting quarterback for the past two games for Wisconsin. We wish him the best. It's kind of been a, an up-and-down affair, but, again, when you have that defense behind you, you throw for 88 yards and a touchdown, the three interceptions not great for Hornerbrook, but uh, great to see the lefty in there playing for the Wisconsin Badgers. An overtime game in Happy Valley. Penn State ekes it out against the rock-solid top of the table. You know them, oh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, what are our thoughts here, guys, about this Penn State Nittany Lion football program struggling through a game against Minnesota? Yeah, obviously a tough year for Penn State. They just they haven't been able to turn around since Bill O'Brien left. Uh, just just having a tough time offensively, offensively and defensively. They have obviously have the fan section for them, but just just not not at the level that they want to be right now. Tonight's games: Louisville, Clemson. Louisville, a one point favorite in Death Valley. How do you like that? Yeah, so uh, I was watching earlier that Lamar Jackson had always uh, he said he had dreams for playing either for or against Clemson. So he didn't, he never really knew. But so I look for <laughs> him to shine bright on the stage like he has before. I mean, as you said, Florida State maybe not looking as elite as they were. So Louisville, I think they win this one. Uh, their defense uh, has been very underrated by by the media, and they've been the ones to stop Florida State and stop the teams like that. And I, I see Louisville stepping up in Clemson and taking the W there. Maybe one of the most underrated defenses, underrated teams in all of college football, even though they were ranked number 10 going into Friday night's game. Washington pastes Stanford 44-6. to This is a Stanford team led by David Shaw. Uh, just rock solid seemingly every year. They had hopes of the college football playoff. Those are all but extinguished after a 38-point loss. Yeah, Washington looked really good. Their passing attack was great against a, a pretty good Stanford defense, as we had seen before, but uh, Stanford's offense just plagued with uh, with penalties in that game last night. Uh, 
Christian McCaffrey just not having his best game as but I mean you can't you can't rely on him for every game uh, for Stanford but just not looking as good as they usually do Washington also an underrated team that could eke their way into the playoff later uh, playoff talk at least come later this year Les Miles gone from LSU I I, I can believe it, but it's just one of those things where I don't understand why this sport is the way it is with regard to that. Maybe the most, one of the most sex, successful coaches in LSU history, without a doubt. Uh, more successful, arguably, than Nick Saban was when he was at LSU. But Nick Saban's success at Alabama seems to have permeated the rest of the SEC with coach hirings and firings. Now they lead Missouri 7 nothing. But, again, at this point, if you're Leonard Fournette, are you really putting all your effort forward this year? Are you trying to stay healthy? You know, what does this season have in store for a program in LSU that didn't start off great, but now it's completely haphazard without their head coach, Les Miles? Yeah, tough for the, for the LSU Tigers, the firing of Les Miles, one of the greatest coaches to me of all time. And if, he, if he continues his coaching career, he'll find somewhere to, 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 pl- to coach very well. And as, if I'm Leonard Fournette, honestly – the, the rest of the team is not looking very good. Their defense not good. Their their quarterback just kind of relies on Fournette. So if I'm him, I'm I'm looking at my options for the NFL. I'm I'm maybe uh, playing this ankle out, ankle ankle injury uh, out a little bit longer. And now Oklahoma against TCU. Well, two Big Twelve games we'll talk about. Baylor ekes it out against Iowa State. They needed that. And Oklahoma saying. Heck, screw it. We're not going to be in the college football playoff, but neither are you, TCU. Lost that one game earlier in the year, a one that the TCU certainly wants back, and now they look like they're about to lose their second of the year. All of a sudden, it's Baylor or bust for the Big 12. Yeah, like you said, Oklahoma, um, not going to be in the college football playoff for the rest of the year, but they could be that team that, you know, ruin, ruins dreams for other teams. Uh, but as you said, Baylor, um, the only team coming out of the Big 12 now, actually. So um, I'm looking for them to do well, but they, they need to play a, a good SEC, maybe Big 10. Uh, they need to play a good team for them to have their chance in the college football playoff. All right, just a few seconds left here in this halftime show, but we do go to the Ryder Cup, and uh, I wish I had a whole two-hour radio show <laughs> to talk about this, but we'll talk about just our friend David Johnson, who oh, was calling man. out Henrik Stenson, Justin Rose, for not being able to make what looked to be a 15-, 20-foot putt and Henrik Stenson is actually at first kind of pissed, yeah. right? That's the way he yep. looked. And then eventually he invites him out. Rosie seemed to be going along with it the whole time. They bring him out say, you think we can't make it? Go ahead. You make it. So this guy, living <laughs> his dream, comes out there, drills it. I mean, through the front door, pops open the back door, somehow still goes through the hole. That <laughs> thing had a full head of steam on it, but goes down after Justin Rose lays down a $100 bill says, you want to put your money where your mouth is. So David Johnson, the experience of a lifetime, the Ryder Cup this year in Hazeltine National, Chaska, Minnesota. And, of course, this was during a practice round. I should have led with that. But uh, the greatest event in golf, guys. I know that maybe neither of you guys are the biggest golf guys I've ever met, but uh, that's okay. (laughs) You guys both like college football, and that's what the Ryder Cup is. It's college football in golf form. Uh, Team (laughs) format, country versus country, fans going nuts, dressing up, face paint. It's it's the greatest thing. And now the United States leads 9.5 to 6.5. It was 6.5 apiece, so you get a half a point if you have a match, quote-unquote. Foursomes, four ball. Morning and afternoon, both Friday and Saturday. That's where we stand going into 12 singles matches on Sunday. 
and the United States needs 14.5 points, so they'll need five wins out of that 12 to take the cup. Europe will need to get to 14 points, which would be a tie, essentially, but they would retain the cup at that point. So 12 singles matches ahead of us tomorrow morning. Be there. It'll be a lot of fun. And we'll be talking about <laughs> it, by the way, on Vuvu Soccer, which we'll be doing a radio show from Villa Capri in Doylestown. So we talk English Premier League soccer, and I have a feeling there's a few Europeans who will have a vested interest in the Ryder Cup as well. So join us this same link tomorrow, 9.15 a.m. We're live from Doylestown. And correct me if I'm wrong, Bob, but it's been quite some time since the U.S. has held the Ryder Cup. It has been, yes. Yes, 1993. No, I'm sorry, 2008 they won. Before that, 1993, the last time. So twice in the last, what, 20, 24 years? And you think about, obviously, when it comes down to the Ryder Cup, it's more than just about you know any individual. Tiger Woods, you think about how many teams he had been on during that stretch. It's it's clear that it's it's more about you know the the group you can pull together as a country than than any individual player. So some people think about all the <laughs> the success American golf has had due to one individual, but. Uh, not so much when it comes to the Ryder Cup. Boy, that's a loaded statement when you talk about <laughs> the teams and how they're constructed. That's another two-hour radio show <laughs> ahead of it. The U.S. developed a whole task force of how their captains are selected, how their players play with one another. Phil Mickelson has been in the headlines for a long time, so we're not going to get into that. We're going to get back <laughs> to golf, whether a task force is necessary to put 12 golfers out on the course and, and have them shoot well. But we'll get to that tomorrow. So listen at 9.15 in the morning on BLS. <laughs> but we are now ready for the second half, and that was the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. Michael Cassidy, our favorite partner over there, 215-287-9292. Any type of litigation, legal needs you may have, give them a call there. C-U-P-W-A-W-A, 287-9292. And they are in Huntington Valley, so right around the corner. LaSalle will receive. Liegi will kick it deep, back deep to get it there. Holland for the Explorers. Holland catches it at the 17, comes all the way across the field, and will get up to the 23-yard line taken down there. Great pursuit by Caleb Joseph, the running back for Father Judge, and the Explorers leading 14 to nothing. start with the football, moving from right to left. Your broadcast team here as we start the second half, Bob Long, Rob Stott, Dan Madden. Dan, the key for this opening possession for the Explorers would be what? Um, I think we run Cy Madden a little bit more than we did in the first half. Uh, obviously, Tom Lohr, we're going to want to give him confidence and let him throw the ball a little bit, but we want to run Cy Madden at least run some more clock here. Lamort's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to go deep over the middle, deflected, nearly intercepted. Right there on the play was number 26, Markell, the linebacker. Really should have made the play, frankly. Was trying to do- drop it over the top to Madden, but well short. Yeah, a little underthrown by Tom Lamort, but he had Cy Madden open. Uh, if he made the play, there would have been a big play, but just erase that from your mind get to the next play. Second and 10 from the 23-yard line. LaSalle, as we said, leading by two scores, 14 to nothing early in this third quarter. Madden the lone tailback. Lamort under center. Pitch to Madden. Can't get by the first defender. A big tackle in the backfield. Cadeb Joseph all over the place tonight. Third and 16 for the Explorers. 
is not the way LaSalle wanted this second half to start uh, for for sure. You know, a near pick and, and then a, a run that just goes completely backwards. But, um, you know, another situation, Dan, where I think you don't put Lamort in a, in a position to make a mistake here. So just, you know, if he, if he can convert on some short little pass, that's fine. Um, but don't force anything and, and move on. Shotgun snap. Lamort goes over the top. That's a better oh. throw, but it goes through the arms of Cy Madden. That would have been six. Oh, Cy Madden. 35-yard <laughs> throw from Lamort goes right through his arms. He's and a Rob, <laughs> I don't think anybody really knew what you thought on that play. Could you repeat <laughs> that emotion? So. I think that might have snuck through the microphone and onto the air. Cy Madden, he's a running back, but, I mean, that is a pass you have to haul in. I mean, that's, that is that is the, the closest thing to, to six you'll ever see. Oh, man. Now Wells to kick. Heels on his two-yard line, punts it deep. Great punt from Wells. And now McNeil makes the recovery. He was touched by Father Judge. He's going to the house. There's a whistle. They're marking the ball down. I don't understand why. I think there's – I don't know how they're reading it this way, but I think they're saying that – It took a bounce it, it without hitting. It didn't get touched by no, a it judge was, player. No, it was touched by Judge. They're giving the ball – well, let's see. There's going to be a discussion with the referees. So we're just going to sit back, let these four guys take care of it. The obvious call, the obvious call is that it hit the father judge player. The two father judge players ran into one another. They were not shoved by the LaSalle gunner. And If, it, if that's and, the call, it's a bad call. Yeah. And then Trey McNeil picks up the football, runs to the house, Whistles blow. And if, I mean, I think at this point, with them discussing it like this, the unfortunate situation is that if they do end up getting the call right and giving the ball to LaSalle, the whistle was blown. So they have, I, to, they put have it, to put it right there. The spot. So that is that is no touchdown for LaSalle, but it, they would at least have possession. But that is that is a big mistake there by the referees. And now the referees are going to give the ball to LaSalle. But, but no they touchdown. put it right at the 41-yard line. Ah, now, is there a rule at the high school level that prohibits the ball from being advanced on a punt recovery? For any reason, would there be a rule like that in high school? Now, this is the second time in two days that I'm qualifying my statements <laughs> with, is there a specific high school rule? Yesterday, a regular season soccer game went to extra time. That doesn't happen in college. Nope. That doesn't happen at the professional level. It does in high school. That was my mistake. This one, I don't know that there's a specific rule that prohibits you from advancing that football after you recover, or if it was just, I don't even say an inadvertent whistle, an incorrect whistle. But if you're the referees, you have to play that out. You should let that play play out and then get together Exactly. And see, well, maybe nobody touched it. If that's the case, you can go back and reverse it. You can't reverse it when you now, blow it dead too early. And now we got a flag. It looks like it's coming from the father judge sign. I don't think they're happy at all with the way that played out amongst the refs. So I, I'd imagine this is going to be a bench foul. So we'll set the stage here. Ten minutes, forty-eight seconds to play third quarter. LaSalle leads fourteen to nothing after the first drive. LaSalle goes three and out. They punt the ball long. 
Two father judge players collide, one of which was the deep man, Caleb Joseph. The other was one of the, the returners, the LaSalle gunner. It was deemed, at least in my opinion, did not push those two together. Ball goes off those father judge players. Trey McNeil picks it up, goes to the house, but blown dead. Now the ball given to LaSalle, first and ten. Side Madden on the handoff slips and gets to the original line of scrimmage. But that's where we are. Now clock ticks under 10.40 to go third quarter. LaSalle moving from right to left, leading by two touchdowns. But you got to feel, if you're on the LaSalle sideline, that you were just robbed of six points. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, your offense has been doing its thing. Didn't get off to the best start here in the first few minutes of the uh, second half. But now they get an opportunity to get the ball right back uh, and get to put that behind them and get the touchdown that they very much deserve. Hand off to side. Madden has no room. Tries to go backwards. That's not a good idea. That's a loss of 10 yards as side Madden, instead of diving forward and taking the two-yard loss, backed it way up. LaSalle unable to get the blocking. Father Judge tracked him back. Third and 20 upcoming. And as you said, not a good decision by side Madden. Didn't have a hole. Didn't have anything to shoot through. But he decides to cut it back and try to run past some guys moving back take the loss there and try not to lose any more yards. Now we'll see here if they choose to go back to that play where Cy Madden slips out of the backfield and up the middle. Clearly something they saw going into the half. They've run that play twice. Snap to Lamort throws to the outside. Holland is there. Steps out of bounds. About seven yards shy of a first down at the 49 yard line of LaSalle. Man, do you go for it? Absolutely not. not. <laughs> Dan and I are looking at each other like, eh, I, don't know, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, let me step in and help you. No <laughs> chance in hell. <laughs> Mike Wells set to kick it deep. Heels on his own 35-yard line. Good punt that time from Wells. Has some hang time. Catch made at the 18, a fair catch there, and Father Judge will start from their own 18-yard line. So LaSalle, somewhat fortunate to recover the punt after it was muffed by Father Judge. Certainly unfortunate to have a return for a touchdown taken off the board. And then they go three and out. Good punt from Wells. Father Judge inside their own 20 to start with 9.20 to play. And they trail by two touchdowns. And guys, I just have to say this. For a judge team that hasn't gotten going, they were almost down 21 to nothing. A little bit of life, a little bit of momentum, dare I say it, after getting that return called back. Yeah. And off Caleb Joseph gets through the first round of tacklers. Ball was loose. Devin Smith jumped on it. No call yet. Now there is LaSalle football. Stripped by Chris Maloney. Devin Smith fell on top of it, and the Explorers force another turnover by Father Judge. The best offense <laughs> is turnovers here for this LaSalle defense. I, I was just about to say that, you know, Judge got fortunate there with the turnover to, to not have that touchdown be called on them and had an opportunity to come out and do their thing, and then what do they do? They go and put the ball on the ground, and LaSalle has it right back. Again, same thing as Rob said. Uh, I'll throw the term in there. Ball don't lie again. Um, Love. <laughs> Judge, it was very fortunate not to get a touchdown against him on the punt or the fumbled punt, but really good field position for the Explorers here. Now, side Madden, the deep back. I formation. 
Play action fake. Lamort goes over the top. Right there is Holland. Cuts inside. Ball is loose. Father Judge picks it up, and they have it. Would have been a first down, but picked up there after the strip by number 10, Shane Dooley. And now we have a sloppy second half on our hands. We're just over three minutes into this one. Three turnovers combined, two by Father Judge, one by LaSalle. This time Holland with the fumble. Uh, tough to see them come back on the next play and just give it right back. Troy Holland trying to make a move there, had the first down. Uh, wanted the extra yards, just didn't secure the ball. Gets hit and puts it on the turf and now sets Judge right back up to uh, take over here on offense. Father Judge, four turnovers here today. LaSalle just with that one. Rob King, direct keeper. Maloney says no, gets into the backfield, seals the edge, and takes down the quarterback for Judge. Rob, we're going to do your favorite segment now. We're going to put together, well, second favorite not, segment. Not the Rob Stott Sports Spot, is not it? Yet. No. That's, right, not that's yet. That's later. That's to come. But this is a where you at? <laughs> where are you listening from? And Rob will follow with a tweet from at Bob Long Sports. But tweet at us. That's at Bob Long Sports from wherever you're listening tonight, whether it's on your couch, a little bit warmer than us here, whether it's all the way out in California, Texas, Michigan, Minnesota, wherever that may be. Give us a shout at Bob Long Sports and follow us at Bob Long Sports at LaSalle underscore sports as well for all LS programming updates. Now a whistle. Flag on the play. Looks like motion up front. And that is indeed the call. So Father Judge will now have second and 15. Eight ten to play. Clock now ticks. 14-0 LaSalle leads. Father Judge moving from left to right. Well... On this particular set of downs, they're moving right to left. <laughs> yeah, but the intent is the other way around. King in the shotgun. Snap, handoff. Weldon up the middle. Muscles through a couple of LaSalle defenders. Almost gets up to the first down. Gain of 12. Third down and short. That was a good, strong run by the, uh, by the running back there. Uh, almost... Took over Austin Lemke, which uh, you don't see very often. You don't see someone run over Austin Lemke, but Lemke took him down, but still took a hard hit from the running back there. Yeah, downhill runner, Tim Weldon, number nine. Big guy, 5'10", so not especially tall, but 212 pounds, a junior. Keeps those legs churning. Third down and about five. We tick under seven minutes to go. In motion comes Dooley. Snap to King. Five-step drop over the middle. Incomplete. And there is a flag. Pass interference coming against LaSalle. Too much contact from number 10, Devin Smith, in coverage. I I don't know. I thought they were both going up for it. Got a nice hand on the ball. The ball looked overthrown to me anyway. Um, But I guess the refs don't deem it that way. And my call doesn't mean anything it's whatever the guys in the stripes on the field say so well apparently it sounds like it wouldn't be a call at all it would be a no call (laughs) from you Uh, i personally have no problem with the pass interference i thought he came over the top and made contact early was the throw a little bit suspect sure but not enough to make it uncatchable i don't think but just one man's opinion up here 
nonetheless. First down for Father Judge. Handoff up the middle. Wrestling forward is Caleb Joseph. They went for the strip there. Tom Flavin almost Oof. had it. Joseph, a nice job to hold on to the football. Gets wrapped up six yards from the initial line of scrimmage. It's second and four. He had Joseph had a few guys on him and uh, lucky to, to hold on to the ball there. Looked like it was about to come loose, but uh, did a nice job securing it and, and picking up half of what he needed here. Dan, here comes Tim Weldon back onto the field. So lightning and thunder here for Father Judge. Caleb Joseph, the shifter back. Weldon, just a bowling ball coming right at you. This time it is Weldon and continues to push forward. Hit right at the line. Gets right up near that first down marker and may have it, Dan. And like you said, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Weldon, almost a, a bowling ball type running back. Uh, something I like to see, obviously. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't shy away from contact. And that's a, a strong... A strong two or three yard run, something you, something you say uh, could have been a loss, but gets a couple of yards and makes it a third down easier for them. Third and one for Father Judge. Mark just shy, and now they're going to sneak it Ooh. forward. Ball appeared to be loose. Who has it? LaSalle thinks they do. Referees agree. LaSalle football. King never got that snap cleanly. Ball was on the ground. Who came up with it for the Explorers? Anybody see? Didn't catch a number, but that is four straight possessions now. You go back to the the muff punt, and then you get uh, the, the just a couple of turnovers by each side. That's four straight possessions now with turnovers. They're mobbing one of the guys on the sideline. I just can't get the number. It's a massive humanity down there. <laughs> It looks like big number 76. Now Tyler Whitehead, the nose guard, got in there and made the recovery. First down now for the Explorers from the 41-yard line of Father Judge and now movement on the offensive line for the Explorers. They'll back him up five yards. Uh, moving by the Explorers there, but what you want to see out of the, the Explorers on this drive, uh, take care of the ball on both run and pass. It's been a sloppy second half so far, so you don't want to lose the ball again on, a, on an exchange or, or a not gripping the ball tight enough. Five turnovers for Father Judge. We mentioned that as a key coming into the game. Father Judge had only given it away eight times. They'd taken it away 14 times. Tonight, giving it away five times in not even three quarters. Now the snap. Hand off to side Madden. Gobbled up there. A nice tackle. Tom Ferry, the defensive lineman for Father Judge, made the stop. Cy Madden did get three, however, second and 12 upcoming after they were initially backed up five yards for movement up front. Nothing fancy that time. Uh, you don't want to see another situation of Cy going side to side and then backwards, so just send him up the middle. Almost got him back to the original line of scrimmage and doing his thing. Tom Lamort now in the shotgun. 4.56 to play, clock ticking. 14-0 LaSalle. Five-step drop. Throws. This time Holland catches, holds on, goes out of bounds. Should be enough for a first down. Got a half yard more than he needed. Gain of 13 on the pass from Lamort to Holland. First down Explorers. And we've seen that play plenty of times. The, the, the Crusaders of Judges haven't been able to stop the Explorers on the 5, 10 yards and out there. Tom Lamort, great throw to Troy Holland. Uh... Some easy pitch and catch for them. 
Clock stopped at 4.47. Third quarter, 14-0 LaSalle leads. They move from right to left on your radio dial. Lamort going to change the play at the line. Came from the sideline. Works into the pistol. Now Sideman is going to come directly beside Lamort in the shotgun. Snap to Lamort. Three-step drop. Goes over the top. Has Holland. Catch made. Inside the five to the two. Inbounds he stays. And it's a first down and goal upcoming for the Explorers. Picture perfect throw from Lamort. Holland creates the separation. Gets his head turned around and makes the play. And it's clear the playbook is very much wide open here for Lamort as the year goes on. Uh, you know, a lot more throws downfield. Uh, excellent catch there by Holland to, to pull that in. He had a guy all over his back uh, as he was trying to haul that one in and, and was able to bring it in. Coming up just a few yards shy of the end zone. Cy Madden now looking to punch it in once again. He stands in the eye formation. Hand off to Madden. Runs into a brick roll and is forced backwards. Should get up to the initial line of scrimmage. Maybe not. They put him back near the five. Maybe just inside at the four. So that'll be a loss of a few yards for Cy Madden as we tick under four minutes to go in the third quarter. Still that two-touchdown cushion for LaSalle. Something we don't usually see in a game like this. The run is not working, and the pass is working for the Explorers. So uh, either maybe get Cy Madden a couple of outside runs, maybe uh, some edge runs that have been working for him, or get Tom Lamort the ball and let him throw. His, he's had a great game so far. So Two touchdown runs already for Cy Madden. This time they fake it. Throw over the top in the corner. Touchdown, Liam Trainer on the throw from Tom Lamort. Good look for the Explorers. They get him on the move. And Liam Trainer just sits down in the back corner of the end zone. LaSalle leads 20 to nothing with 3.29 to play in the third quarter. And a nice little play action move there. You're close to the end zone. You know, Madden's been your guy to punch it in these last few drives. So get you had the box packed. Uh, by, by Judge there, so just get a little play action misdirection and throw it over the top and trainer hauls it in. Wells on to take the extra point. Kick is up and good, and LaSalle leads 20 to nothing. Make that 21 to nothing with the extra point kicked by the kicker Mike Wells, who's had a fantastic year for the Explorers as well. Trainer with the touchdown catch. Lamort with the touchdown throw. LaSalle with a 21 nothing lead. We'll be right back on the other side. And this game is brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back. LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports in this broadcast Brought to you by Dunphy Ford here in the third quarter. Our friends at Dunphy Ford right around the corner in the northeast, 7700 Frankfurt Avenue. DunphyFord.com. Karish kicks long for LaSalle. Chases back Caleb Joseph to his own five. Gets up towards the 20. Pushes forward to the 23 near the sideline. Extracurriculars. 
And now a kick is thrown near the 40-yard line by Father Judge. That's not a good look. Still haven't seen any laundry on the field. But it looked like an explorer got tied up, and it's tough to see the number. I think it was Frank Conway over there that swung his leg around at Jason Kessler of LaSalle. Corbin Mel with some words for the Father Judge team as they come off the field. And it, it's, I mean... Again, no flags. Getting, not one. Getting a little late early here, but not the way you want to see this one go with a lot of chippiness. These are two teams that know this game means a lot. Uh, just would like to see LaSalle keep their heads down, not get into those kind of skirmishes skirmishes, and and focus on what, what the real goal is here. 21 nothing. the score. Father Judge from their own 23, moving from left to right. We have a stoppage and a timeout called by Father Judge. And yeah, if you're the uh, the Explorers coaches here, you like to see the Explorers defense and special teams being feisty, but you don't want them to be cheap. There's a, a fine line between the two, but you want to see one but not the other. And I uh, figure while, while we have the timeout, a little shout-out to our, our QB's older brother, Rob Lamort, who's listening. I think we have our furthest listener now of the year, Bob. Uh, wow. Rob Lamort's listening in from San Francisco out there in, in, in California. Same franchise. Coast, there it is. You know? So listening to his brother, as he says, quote, tear it up on our broadcast here tonight. He is doing just Can't that. Can't disagree. And yeah, Rob, when you get back, we'll have to play some basketball so I can beat you again, all right? He's <laughs> talking about Rob Lamore, not Rob Not Stott. Rob Stott. I, I'm, too short, I'm too short to be playing basketball, guys, so no thank you. So where else are you listening from? Rob Lamore gets a shout-out. You get a shout-out, too, if you tweet at us, at Bob Long Sports. Thanks, everybody, for listening tonight. It's been a great partnership so far this season. Thanks to everybody who listened to LaSalle Soccer yesterday as well. Very, very impressed by the listenership for a LaSalle soccer program that's now 10-0-1 this year and went win-draw against the two best teams in the Philadelphia Catholic League. An impressive week, an impressive four days, frankly. Now we're back to play here. Sorry, Dan. Throw into the flat by Rob King. Nice play there on the outside. Jeremy Smith, the transfer from Archbishop Ryan, makes the play his first catch of the night. And got out about seven yards, second and three. My apologies, Dan, I interrupted. Yeah, just want to say a uh, shout-out to LaSalle Soccer. Uh, again, I know I did last game. Uh, upset I couldn't make it to the game on Friday, but a strong showing from them. Upset that they couldn't get the win, obviously. And uh, no one likes to draw, but uh, they look strong this year, and I'm, I'm excited to see them in the PCL playoffs going on. What's, what's that uh, old phrase, Rob? I think you know it. Tying is like... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm at a loss. Tying is like kissing your sister. Oh, that's... Yeah, well... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Big loss this time. Tim Weldon got the handoff. Went laterally. Bad idea. Off the edge comes LaSalle. Liam Trainer in there on the stop, as was Austin Lemke. Third down and seven upcoming. And that tie, to go back to soccer real quick, that came against... That draw. If, I'm it sorry, at that draw, as, as, as you said. As, as uh, it were. As it were. was against uh, one of the, the top teams in, in the Catholic League, if I'm not correct. No, you are in, correct. In, in Roman Catholic there, so uh, you not you don't like to see it, but if it's going to come against the cream of the crop in your in your league, uh, gives you a good barometer of how your season's going. Third and eight now. Rob King takes the shotgun snap. They go with the screen play. Has to go down low to get it. That's going to be the difference. Arrington made the play, but by the time he recovered after going down low to make the play, 
Two defenders were in there to make the stop. Steven Matchett was in there, and it's fourth down. LaSalle defense once again comes up big. Father Judge yet to put a point on the board tonight. Clock ticks now, 135 and counting in the third quarter. Colton Liege, high snap. That one gets over his head towards the end zone, starts running with it, gets to the sideline. He can still punt it, but he chooses not to. Oh, now he's actually going near the original line of scrimmage, finally goes down at the 20-yard line, shouldered a huge hit and stayed up. It's going to be a turnover on downs, and LaSalle will start at Father Judge's 20-yard oh, line. So all in all, great starting field position, but what could have been? Safety could have been down at the three- or four-yard line. That's I mean, LaSalle is left wanting a little bit more there after that high snap. Incredible that the ball is able to be brought out to, to, to right at the 20-yard line. I mean, we talked about it early on after the first couple of punts that we, we thought we were going to see something along those lines, but uh, just unfortunate that they weren't able to, to wrap him up. And their punter taking quite the shot and wow. staying on his feet. Unbelievable. I mean, Caleb Joseph, Tim Weldon. They have a two-back system. They may need to get a third guy in there, Colton Liege. <laughs> third down running back. Wow. And now moving on the outside, Chris Maloney, number 72, the left tackle, look to have moved. They'll back him up five yards now to the 25. First and 15 for the Explorers with 74 seconds to play in the third. They lead by three touchdowns. Six turnovers, guys. It's crazy. Six turnovers for Father Judge. Not a great start for them. Especially Not a start. For, Gosh, their worst game of the season. They turned the ball over eight times in five games coming into this. They've given it away six times today. For a team that likes knows how to protect the ball, it's interesting to see them just fall apart here tonight. High formation, handoff to side Madden, runs through, gets through one tackle, but that held him up enough that he couldn't get through the next one. Gain of three, second down and 12. Ba, ba, ba. I don't know if you guys can hear that on the broadcast, but we've got some Sweet Caroline hear, going. I could hear you. Sweet Caroline going by the band. That's just so one of those songs you got to sing along you to. Have so. to. You have to. You can't <laughs> not. I don't, I don't blame you, Rob. You can't not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing all control. <laughs> 35 seconds to play. Clock ticking here in the third quarter. LaSalle deep in judge territory. Delay handoff to Madden. Has some room. Cuts inside. Spins into another tackle. And through that tackle, ends up getting about seven to the 22-yard line. I'm sorry, the 12-yard line. And now a late flag comes in, presumably after the whistle contact, unnecessary roughness. Tommy Lamort was pointing to it, and, and the ref... Saw what he was pointing to and threw the flag, so. 19.1 seconds to play. Clock is stopped. Still waiting on this flag. There's a hold against LaSalle. So the flag came in initially, and then there was a personal foul. So these penalties will offset, meaning correctly this time. 
that they'll replay the down. Now, you remember last time on the punt, there was offsetting personal fouls that occurred during the course of the kick, but they ended up letting the result of the kick stand, which was incorrect from the referees. But, again, not the first time they've been incorrect tonight. A tough night as they took away a would-be punt return after it was muffed by Father Judge for LaSalle. So it's 2nd and 12. Lamort rolls, throws, and it was out of the reach of Troy Holland. It would have been a short pass nonetheless. 3rd and 12. They're from the 22-yard line. Would be a 39-yard field goal. It's 3rd down. And there's a timeout on the field. Running a business can be taxing both in time and money. Don't get tangled up in the headaches and loopholes of litigation. Count on Helen Hess O'Connell to protect your legal interests so you can get back to who you, who, and what you love. The attorneys at Helen Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P-Wawa. Helen Hess, Geenan, Torpy, Cassie, and O'Connell. Attorneys at law serving Greater Philadelphia, Bucks, and Montgomery County for over 150 years. Call 215-287-9292 or visit us online at www.howlandhess.com or check out our Facebook page. There you go. That's our friends at Howland Hess O'Connell and this portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. Now there was 12 seconds before that last play was run and I called it a timeout because I thought that was the case. A little screenplay to the outside, incomplete pass. All of a sudden clock runs down to zero. <laughs> That's the end of the third quarter, folks. <laughs> I guess the clock didn't stop her. That was uh, the ball must have been moving in slow motion in midair. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, there. it was probably the former. <laughs> if I just had to guess. <laughs> All right. Third down and twelve. Rob, do you love it when I give you a hard time? I, you know, it makes it fun. I, you know, I, I do, Bob. <laughs> it isn't a football say. game if we don't give Rob a hard time. <laughs> That's right. All right, third and twelve. LaSalle driving at the Judge 22-yard line. They stunt on the blitz. Linebacker's going to come. They pick up the blitz. Lamort hangs in, throws over the top, has Holland. Catch, touchdown. Perfect over-the-top ball from Tom Lamort. The coverage was blown, and Troy Holland able to corral it. The Explorers now lead 27-0. Excellent thrown ball by Tommy Lamort. Uh, Finding... His guy, Troy Holland, who had busted coverage and, and wide open in the back of the end zone and just laying it into his man and putting LaSalle up 27 to nothing right now, pending the extra point here. Wells in to take it. Snap, kick, up, and good. LaSalle leads 28 to nothing. And we'll take a quick break, come back. This is LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. 
Welcome back to Charles Martin Memorial Stadium on the campus of Northeast High School. BLS's coverage of LaSalle College High School football. Rob Stott, Dan Madden alongside me this evening. LaSalle leading 28 to nothing. And Daniel Karish set to kick deep. End over end spin. It comes short up to get a cane of Joseph at the 23-yard line. Catches there and rolls up out of bounds at the 32. First down, Father Judge, and they're looking to put their first points on the board, Rob. They are. They've had a tough time tonight, and I just want to point out very apropos, you know, Charles Martin Memorial Stadium coming in with some Charles Brown, or Charlie Brown, I guess, if you, as he's known. So I, I, like, I like that connection there. That's but, what we uh, do. And you know what? There's a song sung by Charles Hamilton on a mixtape, <laughs> little-known rapper, that goes off on that very same beat. That's, that's the amazing. instrumental cut it's to that amazing. song from Charles Hamilton. So, yeah, you're right. I was thinking about all that as we sit here at Charles Martin Memorial. <laughs> Fantastic. So just uh, another opportunity here for LaSalle. Love to see them keep the, the pressure up on defense. and Low snap to Rob King. King tries to throw it over the middle. Weldon couldn't make the one-handed catch second and ten. Uh, just keep keep the pressure up. And you love seeing, we saw this last week, uh, you know, wanting wanting to keep the, the goose eggs on the board. Weren't able to hold on late with that, that figure up there. But, uh, guys, a game here tonight where we weren't sort of thinking we'd be in a situation where we might see a running clock, but one more touchdown by LaSalle, uh, and, and that's what we're going to be faced with. Yeah, there's 11.33 playing uh, here in the fourth quarter. That's the rest of the time in regulation, but LaSalle leading by that 28 to nothing score. One more touchdown, like you said, Rob, would put him right into that territory. Shotgun snap to King. He rolls to his strong side. Throws low, caught by guys. Nice catch. It's going to be close to a first down right on that marker. Should be enough. No. Third down and a half a yard at most. Wow. Looked like forward progress. I guess he wasn't touched until... That doesn't matter. Yeah, in high he, he had, no. He was looked like he was good, but Mark just shy. So by the time he controlled it, per the referee, he was moving backwards as he came back toward the line of scrimmage. Third and one. Hand off to Weldon. That'll be enough. First down, Father Judge up to the 44-yard line. They wave on the chains. Rob, we talked about this before the game. Dan, I don't know that you were in the booth when we were discussing this, but we had a conversation with fellow broadcaster, color commentator Chris Carabello, and uh, he kept saying to us, you know, every time I listen to you guys, your stream seemingly <laughs> cuts out every you know, five minutes that i got to turn my phone back on. And said, no, that's not, that's not your phone. That's because your phone automatically goes to sleep or goes to black after three minutes. After this play, we'll continue that. Oh. Pass over the middle, nearly intercepted by Manny Quills, goes through the hands of guys. So we took him through a tutorial. <laughs> Let's take our listeners right now through a tutorial. If you're listening to Bob Long Sports and you find you have to keep touching your phone to keep it on, we're going to take you to settings. It's the gray square. On your iPhone. On your iPhone. Then you're going to go down to display, display and, brightness. and brightness. The third. So, so you, got the, you got the at the top of your screen, you're going to have the, the brightness setting and then auto brightness. Then the night shift, and right below night shift auto lock. is auto lock. And default for, for your phone is going to be about a minute, and you want to flip that to never. Never let your phone auto lock. Now Rob King takes the snap, gets out of pressure, throws down the field, has guys, he makes the catch, striding towards the end zone. 
Touchdown, Father Judge. Late flag comes in as Manny Quills grabbed him around the horse collar after he was past the goal line. But that, a big-time play from Rob King. He took a shot in the process, a 57-yard touchdown pass, and Father Judge is on the board. And I want to apologize. I didn't knock on wood after talking about the running clock. Uh, I feel like I might have jinxed the Explorers' defense there. That was... Just a, a tough time for them. You, there's, there's the big plays we've been looking for, looking at, not looking for, uh, looking at them give up all year, and just a couple of defenders, secondary getting turned around. Seemed like that was the kind of throw Rob King's been putting up all night with a lot of air under the ball, and LaSalle just not able to turn around and find that one. Uh, guys, on the other hand, did and, and puts Judge here midway, well, not midway, early into the fourth quarter up onto the board. So this is what Father Judge needed at this point in order to stay in this game. Now on to take the extra point, Colton Liegi. Low snap, good haul. Liegi up and good. It's 28-7. Father Judge gets what they needed, a big strike. Still an uphill battle as there's 10 minutes left to go in this fourth quarter, but Judge got on the board, and now they can start to move forward. Whether a, an onside kick is in effect or not, I think it's a little early. Rob shaking exactly his head what yes I was and ask. smiling big. <laughs> All right, let's make this the Rob Stott <laughs> Sports Spot. Is it too early to onside kick? Never. <laughs> Never too early to onside kick, in my opinion, but... I <laughs> Riverboat Rob. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you know, if you, if you think it's too early... If you're a coach that thinks it's too early to onside's kick, in my opinion, that's the perfect time to onside's uh, kick. A great man so, once said, yeah. whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. I mean, I'd have to agree with you there, Rob. Uh, if you're a judge here, you're trying to win the game. There's nine minutes left, but you're down by, by three scores. So if you're trying to win the game, you're going for the onside kick here. And especially now, because Manny Quills called for the personal foul. This ball spotted at the 45-yard line of LaSalle. So either way, recovery or not, LaSalle getting the ball about where they otherwise might. Father Judge lines up, ready to go. Jack Isdell will kick off on this one. Yep. Kicks it high, one hop. Going to be tough. Ball is loose on the ground. Father Judge thinks they have it. Still no signal. Yes, there is. Father Judge football. And what do you know, you know, especially when you're lined up on that side of the field to kick off, uh, I mean, perfect opportunity. Like like you said, Bob, LaSalle's going to get it probably about where they would have if, if it was a normal kickoff anyway. Um, but Judge, take the opportunity, try that onside kick, set yourself up in excellent field position uh, just outside the 30, it looks like. Um, so might as well go for it, and, and what do you know, they get it. Hold everything. 28 nothing a minute ago. Now 28-7. A circus 57-yard touchdown pass from King as he got drilled. And now all of a sudden, 10 seconds later of game time, they have the football in LaSalle territory. Rob King drifts to his left, throws over the top. Has Smith, but he threw it behind him. Incomplete second and 10. He was looking for Smith. Ended up getting inside the 5-yard line, but the pass came to the inside. And clear now uh, with, with the uh, Crusaders are trying to do here. A lot of deep balls um, thrown for the end zone. I mean, let Rob King, you know he's got the arm. He's got receivers that can go up and get it. It's just a matter uh, with 
with the weather here tonight, little ball might be a little slippery, uh, whether they can go up and get it and whether Rob King can be accurate enough for them. Time for the Explorers, I think, to step up here. This has been their Achilles heel all season. They got to gotta prevent these big, big plays from happening. Second and 10 from the 30-yard line. King, snap. Thought about the screen, now takes off with it running. Gets to the corner and out of bounds. Gain of only about four. Clock stopped with 9.39 to play in the fourth quarter. LaSalle leading 28-7. to If you're just joining us, Father Judge making a late comeback here. Maybe too early to call it that necessarily, but a touchdown on a 57-yard touchdown pass, followed by an onside kick recovery. Now it's third, and we'll call it five. What's the play call here, Dan, if you're Father Judge? Again, uh, you're down three scores. I think you got to go, obviously, for the first down. you got to go for the touchdown. Um, the Explorers' D looks a little lackadaisical right now. So, Judge takes the snap. King over the top. That one's going to go out of bounds. Double coverage nonetheless. It's fourth down and five. The offense will almost certainly stay on the field. As you mentioned, Dan, touchdowns, not field goals at this point. It's too late for that. Yeah, tough throw for uh, for Rob King there uh, into double coverage. Tossed it out of bounds, but uh, not the best throw. Uh, Could have picked another receiver there, but go for it on fourth down here. Uh, they're looking for the first, if not a touchdown. Fourth down and five. Two incompletions in this series and a five-yard run from Rob King. Tim Weldon in the backfield with King. Snap. Rolls to the left. Now doubles back to the right. Has room. Now takes the throw towards the end zone. Over the head of guys. Out of bounds. Incomplete. LaSalle defense stands up. And boy, did they need that one to stop the momentum for Judge. Yeah, great job by LaSalle there um, after giving up the onside kick and, and setting Judge up in excellent field position. The, nice job by them to stand up um, and prevent the Crusaders from scoring and get the ball back and see if they can't run a little time off the clock here. 9.20 to play. Fourth quarter, a timeout on the field. Take this opportunity to remind you that our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast are right around the corner from you at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in Northeast Philadelphia. Kevin Dunphy, LaSalle graduate, and a man who sent his sons to LaSalle College High School. He's there to support you. It's a family dealership. They've been there for almost 40 years, and he wants you to give him a call. DunphyFord.com is your place to get in touch with them and tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. 9.20 to play. I formation for Lamort. The give is to Cy Madden. Cy Madden gets through the first tackle, rides him all the way up past a five-yard gain. It's about six, so second and four upcoming on the nice run from Madden. What we've seen from Madden here is a lot of in-between-the-tackles tonight, and he's a guy that we know he can bounce it outside, but the physicality, Dan, tonight up the middle. We've seen so much of that from him. Yeah, he's a good physical runner. Just Judge's defense has been able to stop the run so far. He's had some, he's had some good runs uh, in the first half, but in the second half, he's been shut down for the most part. Snap to Lamort. 
Delayed, handoff to Cy Madden. Cy Madden loses about a yard. Big stop from Father Judge. In there on the play, Dom Carey. Ben Kupertowski in there as well, number 59. Clock ticks now under eight minutes and ten seconds to play in the fourth quarter. LaSalle leading 28-7. Big defensive stop. Set up the offense here. Looking to take some time off the clock and move the ball down the field. Lamort in the shotgun. Snap. Five-step drop on the out. Great ball to Troy Holland. It makes the play. Threw that ball, Dan, before Holland even came out of his break. That's that's big-time trust between the senior Lamort and the junior Holland. And you've seen this the whole season. Lamort and Holland have a great connection with each other. Lamort throws it in the spot and lets Holland get to it. He was almost double covered there, and Lamort put it in the perfect spot where only Holland could get it. Seven minutes, 30 seconds to play. A first down for the Explorers. Up to the 35-yard line. They need their own 45 for the first down. LaSalle moving from left to right. Comes out with one receiver, one receiver to each side. Lamort goes over the middle. Good throw to Holland. Has it at the 40. 30. He's 20. Gone. 10. Touchdown Troy Holland. Got behind the defense. Another dart from Tom Lamort. 20 yards in the air. Holland took care of the rest. Touchdown LaSalle. 34-7. to Unbelievable. Just poised in the pocket by Lamort. Seeing him step back. As the season progresses, like we've been talking about all night, just having the confidence to make those throws and throws an absolute strike to Troy Holland, who got behind two defenders and just did the rest. That was an easy walk into the end zone for LaSalle and, and putting them up big here late in the fourth. And something you want to see as a, a LaSalle coach, uh, seeing Tom Lamort step up in a big game, a game that has playoff implications. So one of his best games of the season coming at a time where you need it. Wells, extra point. Up and good. 35-7, LaSalle taking matters into their own hands after the big stop from the defense and a momentary scare from the Judge Crusaders. LaSalle erases all doubt. They now lead by 28 points with 7-14 to play in the fourth quarter. And this portion of today's game brought to you by our friends at Howland Hess O'Connell. For over 150 years, the attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have been serving families and businesses in Philadelphia, Montgomery, and Bucks County. Whether you've been hurt in an accident, you're involved in a commercial or real estate transaction, or you're securing your family's financial future, at Howland Hess O'Connell, we devote our full attention and expertise to you. The Howland Hess O'Connell attorneys are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P Wawa. Call 215-287-9292 or visit us now at howlandhess.com. Well, there's an answer, Dan, in a big way. Yeah, you didn't let any momentum build for the for, for Judge there. It was good by the Explorers' offense. The defense letting up a big play, obviously, and uh, allowing seven points for, for Judge and them getting the, off, the onside kick, but... Good good work by the Explorers defense and offense to kill all momentum that the, that judge had. Daniel Karish now set to kick it deep. Kicking from left to right. Number 18 sends it high and short. 
Caught by Caleb Joseph at the 20. Bounces outside at the 25 to the 30. And run out of bounds at the 32. LaSalle recovery team. They are excited about that one. The excitement permeates the sideline as well. They are pumped up. Yeah, number 39, Luke Sabio with the, uh, with the, with the tackle there. He's the first, first year playing football. I know he's one of my good friends. He, he, he just loves to hit. He, he's, a, he's a crazy <laughs> kid. He loves, he loves contact. So, Well, he's in the right place. Yeah, for sure. Game summary here. Two touchdowns from Cy Madden set up by long throws down the field from Tom Lamort. Some of the longest throws we've seen him and most definitive and decisive throws we've seen him make all season long. Then a nice touch pass into the back of the end zone from Lamort to Liam Trainer, And then two touchdowns to Troy Holland. That's the 35 points for the Explorers. Now Rob King takes a low snap, throws a screen pass, and gets lit up, does the receiver. Boy, Rob King put him into a bad spot, and the sophomore Manny Quills came out of the secondary and made a big hit. Hey, Manny Quills, the running back, and... Can lay the can lay the wood there. Yeah. <laughs> That's against oh. big two hundred twelve pound Tim Weldon. I know. Second and seven upcoming. Clock ticks under six minutes and twenty five seconds to play. LaSalle leads thirty five to seven. King. Seven-step drop, shuffles the feet, throws over the middle. Wide open is Arrington at the 50, 40, 30, 20. Quills trying to bring him down and does a horse-collar tackle. Flags come down, will be only half the distance to the goal, so not the biggest of deals in terms of the LaSalle Explorer defense. That almost certainly saved a touchdown. But Rob King that time moving the feet, defense... Got a little bit out of sorts on that one, and the middle of the field, Dan, was wide open. Yeah, uh, just the wide receiver for Judge that was wide open. Uh, maybe a miscommunication from the linebackers and the safeties, but letting up another big play. So you, you don't want momentum again to build for a Judge here. I know it may be a game that's out of reach, but you want you want the game to end easily here, so you don't want it, you don't want it to be a game. And a game that these two teams may play again in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you don't you don't want you don't want them to gain anything from this game, basically. So, so far, LaSalle has dominated in almost every facet of the game, so you don't want them to take away that they can they can find something, some flaws in your defense. Now they're going to back up Father Judge. So in addition to the, maybe not in addition to the horse collar, but for whatever reason, they back up Father Judge 15 yards. Personal foul penalty called. We are not sure what it was here in the booth. I don't want to speak for all of us, but I did not see anything. Neither did I, and I'm not sure what kind of call you could make there because it was clear, it seemed clear anyway, that the the flag was for a horse collar. It came out immediately as Quills went to make that tackle, so not sure. Now a shotgun snap. Incomplete. Weldon went down to try to get it on the low throw from Rob King. Not his best. The ball is dropped. Second and ten. And something the Explorers defense, uh, defense has done well, along with every a lot of things, but they've made Rob King feel uncomfortable in the pocket and outside the pocket. He hasn't looked, he hasn't looked confident in, in his throws, and he hasn't looked confident in the pocket. So they're, make, they're getting great pressure on him, and when they don't, they, they've had some great defensive coverage. First and ten, Father Judge from the LaSalle 27-yard line. Driving down the field, Steve Arrington's long pass over the middle that he received, and then... 
Cook for another 40 yards was taken back 15 yards. Now it's second down. 5.35 to play fourth quarter. LaSalle leading 35-7. Play action fake for King. He's going to go over the top, thrown into quadruple coverage, and it's incomplete. That time, Rob King is thinking, I'm throwing the ball to Jeremy Smith. I'm throwing the ball to Jeremy Smith. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many guys are in coverage. There were four of them in coverage. He, he's a big guy, Jeremy Smith, uh, but you know, not, not so tall uh, that I, I think he would be able to outmuscle four guys around him. Or, you know, a really tough window for Rob King to get that ball in there anyway. Um, yeah, just a... Lucky for him, I, I think that it wasn't really in in the in in a situation where you know uh, it would have probably wound up in a defender's hand. Third and ten now, trips to the near side, ball on the far hash. King drifts to his left, now gets through two defenders, may take off with it, gets past the line of scrimmage, drops the football. Devin Smith, is he on it? It looks like he is. And LaSalle has the football. And now they're awarded possession. It took a discussion with the referees. They came to the conclusion that indeed it was a fumble and a recovery inbounds by Devin Smith, number 10, the junior safety. LaSalle <laughs> will now start from their own 18-yard line. Dan, I'm looking at Corbin Mel's helmet. You mentioned it earlier. You know, he's a kid that likes to hit it. His helmet literally goes from like, a Notre Dame kind of goal to like a Michigan yellow. <laughs> it's 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 weird. It's weird, but it's clear that you know he's in there on a lot of plays. Uh, just a, a funny sight to see on the sidelines. Now the offense comes back onto the field, led by Tom Lamort. Five ten to play. That is the seventh Crusader turnover today, nearly doubling their season turnovers from eight to 15 total today. And that's how you lose a football game. Losing the turnover battle, 7-2, and I believe it's just one for the LaSalle Explorers. Is that correct? Yeah, that by Troy Holland on yep. Now five-yard penalty against the Explorers. Motion up front. First and 15. Backed up to their own 13-yard line. Lamorde under center. Toss to Cy Madden, who cuts up the middle, has some room, continues to move forward, and gets a gain of more than 10 yards. It'll be second and four upcoming after the long run from Madden. <laughs> and Madden there looked like he was not only carrying the ball, but a, a defender that was clinging onto his arm that he had the ball tucked in, trying to strip it out, and... Madden just tugged him along with him and, and picked up a, a hard-earned six yards there. Or, yep. Sorry, three or four yards. That's no, amazing. no, ten yards. It was uh, it was first and 15, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, Bob. So we'll call it about ten. They're going to put him right at second and five. I thought you could have given him 11 or 12 easy on that one, but spot put him at ten. Now another handoff up the middle. This time not as much room. Continues to churn the legs and gets close to a first down. It all depends on the spot. It'll be third down and one, so a gain of four for Cy Madden. And the amazing thing that, that you said it, Rob, that he has a guy on his back and he's carrying him. That We say that at least once a game, so it's something amazing that you can say that at least once a game. He He's just very, 
like one of the one of the best in the PCL at keeping his legs churning no matter what. Third down and one. Clock ticking under three minutes, 45 seconds to play in this one. I formation. Lamort turns and hands it off to Cy Madden. Cy Madden slithers through and gets enough for a first down. Gain of two right in between the tackles. Move the chains. And the nice thing here for LaSalle is that that clock keeps ticking. And now under 3.30. Just keep hand. I mean, I, I expect here's the time winds down on this one we'll see a lot of uh, whether it's Cy Madden or if they decide to, to give him a rest for a second and put yeah, another I, back in, in I, there I agree I would give him a rest now he's going to go into the slot Manny Quills will be the running back looks like Tom Lamort's out of wide receiver too yes a handoff up the middle oh. Brett Malley gets through he's to the 50 to the 40 to the 30 to the 20 15 taken <laughs> down at the 8 yard line Brett Malley out of the Wildcat got seemingly engulfed by the defense, popped out the end of it, and ended up full speed down the field. A huge game for Brett Malley. I mean, talk about elusiveness. I, I, he was in the middle of a, a pile, a dog pile of people. Now there is a flag. It's illegal contact against the LaSalle Explorers. That likely against one of the members of the offensive line. So wipeout. The entire oh. game from Brett Malley. Still, whether whether that counts or not, how he snuck through that pile of people is just unbelievable to me. Wow. Had it stood, that would have been an unbelievable game. A 62-yard run from Brett Malley. Now, the contact came actually down the field. Enough so that after backing them up the five yards, it still puts them in a spot where it was good enough for a first down. Ball is spotted at the 40-yard line. Now Lamort in the shotgun. In motion comes Joe Burnham, the fullback. Snap an inside handoff to Cy Madden. He gets through for about five yards, cut inside once he got to the edge, and was tackled there by the Crusaders. Second down and four, we'll call it, after the six-yard gain from Madden. Two minutes, eight seconds to play. Clock continues to tick. Judge has no interest. It wouldn't appear in using those two timeouts. And LaSalle is going to move to four and two on the year. They go into a bye week next week, so we won't be live doing a LaSalle College High School football broadcast. Then the next week, they host their first game of the season. That will be against Roman Catholic. The Cahillites come to Plymouth White Marsh High School. Second and four. Handoff to Madden. Gets taken down in the backfield. A loss of one for Madden the Explorers. It's third and five. A minute 30 to go. And the bye week will be nice for the Explorers to, to sort of rest up a little bit. Anyone that's maybe not 100% sort of take some time off, rest for a week. Get yeah, some scouting you know. in. Maybe myself as well, you know, lick my wounds a little bit after all the beatings I take up here in the booth. But it would be nice to have that week Dang. off, you know, recover for a little bit. Dang, man. <laughs> you avoided one more beating. <laughs> I was going to go down that same road. Yeah, you need to rest up Tom Lamort, get the offensive lineman some rest, get Rob get some Stott, Stott some rest. A week on the pine, he oh. could use it. <laughs> we love you, buddy. 
Love being here. <laughs> Under a minute to play now, and there's a timeout as the play clock approached zero. 51.3 seconds to play in this fourth quarter. 35-7. LaSalle is going to get out of Dodge with a big victory, and we'll take this opportunity to let you know that, uh, again, the bye week is next week, so we won't be on then. I will actually be out of town the next week. Same same here, Bob. Actually, I forgot as well, so we, we will both be on the road. So we're going to have Joe winning, who we've discussed it with him, but he hasn't confirmed, but we've discussed it with him. So he's going to be in no the booth. No pressure, Joe. Joe winning, actually, an attorney for Howland Hess O'Connell as well, our friends there. CUP Wawa folks, right, Rob? You know it. <laughs> but he does a great job. He helps us out with LaSalle basketball. He used to do radio for University of Delaware basketball and football. So we're excited to have Joe in the booth representing BLS for that game. And, Dan, you're going to have a blast working with Joe. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. And you'll be working with Joe throughout the basketball season as well. That is right. That is right. I'm excited for the basketball season. That's a sport that I love along with football. Along with football. So, uh, so I'm excited for that season. Third down and five. Once again, Brett Malley. Fakes the handoff, goes into the Wildcat, and is able to get the first down past the 50-yard line. That's all he needed. To the Judge 49, they wave the chains forward. Should be nothing but a victory formation here for the LaSalle Explorers as we tick under 32 seconds to play. About an eight-second differential between play and game clock. LaSalle moving to 4-2 and two on the year. The best game we've seen all year long from senior quarterback Tom Lamort, who came out and just threw darts all over the place tonight. One more snap. Victory formation. Right knee down from Lamort. Down to two. Down to one. And that's the end of the game. LaSalle a convincing 28-point victory over rival Father Judge. They had two games in two weekends at Northeast High School, Charles Martin Memorial Stadium. They won them both going away. And the last ten quarters of football after the shaky first half against Archbishop Carroll have been nothing but dominant from this LaSalle team. They now go into a bye, face a Roman Catholic team that's also in 6A, and then two big ones at the end of the season, St. Joe's Prep and Archbishop Wood. Yeah, um, like you said, the the Explorers have been nothing but dominant the past six quarters. They they have they've been great in every facet of the game. Their their offense has, has clicked in every in every in every place. Uh, Tom Lamort looking confident and looking great. Cy Madden looking as he always does. Obviously, he's playing great. Their defense um, had a tough game against Rob against Rob King. They thought they'd have um, a dual threat quarterback to go against, but they they shut him down essentially. And special teams looking good as well. So. I'm very excited to see the Explorers play. They sent a huge message to to Wood and Prep saying that, you know, we're still legit. Rob, want to get your final thoughts on this game as well. Tom Lamort, dominant. Side Madden, two early touchdowns. Gives way to really the throwing game in the second half where Tom Lamort really showcased himself. Yeah, and that my biggest takeaway from tonight is just seeing the progression uh, of Tommy Lamort this year. Um, really you know, show up tonight. Uh, a lot of big throws, a lot of confident throws. Uh, clearly his best night of the season uh, by far. So nice to see him have the confidence in himself as well as the coaches have confidence in him to open up the playbook, make those plays downfield, uh, and, and really set themselves up for uh, what should be a really awesome and fun to watch 
you know, last few weeks of the season here. 35-7, to seven, final score here from Northeast High School. For my color commentators, Dan Madden, Rob Stott, I'm Bob Long saying so long. We're off next week. Then Roman Catholic comes to Plymouth White Marsh on Saturday night, October 15th. Homecoming weekend at Plymouth White Marsh. We'll leave you now with the sounds of the LaSalle alma mater played by the pep band.